The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Boy, we're running out of 2017, aren't we? Wow. Uh, it's a, we're, yeah, the sun's going down on 2017, all right. Which is fine in some way, I think. Good riddance. Yeah, good riddance 2017. Well, we'll get into that some in the future. Uh, but uh, this brand new episode, the name of the episode is Part of the Problem. I'm going to tell you what you're going to get here. Uh, we're going to start things off with just a little bit of stuff, and then uh, we'll go to Broken News, where uh, some of us will give our 98% spoiler-free review of The Last Jedi. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep the guys away from details and plot points, and I'll explain why coming up. I just kind of wanted their feelings on the whole thing. Uh, and everybody has a different feeling about it, but I think overall we all really liked it. So we'll get into that coming up in the broken news. And then uh, we'll get to uh, some of your questions from the internet. And if you stay till the end, Jimmy interviews the cast of Father Figures, which is Owen Wilson, which is uh, Ed Helms, which is Cat Williams, which is uh, Terry Bradshaw. Yes, you can hear my dog scratching his collar and the tags ringing because apparently I'm as professional as Kevin Smith with his podcast now. I should have shut the door on you. All right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, of course, all the people that make the party possible. They pay for the... They pay for the privilege of us being here. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. The whole service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Also, Cabin Fever. Oh, I was in there Christmas shopping, Dave. You, you weren't there. Cabin Fever wishes you the happiest of the holiday season, from action figures to books, gift wrap, and greeting cards, located inside Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, our friend Chef Daniels, he, uh, he, he, Daniel wants you to come down to his brand new restaurant. It's the Twin Sons Cafe. They are now serving breakfast and lunch from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Every, every day but Tuesday. He describes the food as Americana with a little bit of Southwest Mexican influence. But he could be accommodating to all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you folks a good wholesome meal. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. Twin Sons Cafe. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, gift giving for the holidays. Good idea. Black Velvet Boutique at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Go see Dawn and Leah. And it's not a porn store or novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. All right. Also, Kid Curry Vodka. When you are out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. It is delicious. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. Also want to thank Ivy at Booze Teak. Oh, yes. Well, my wife was just in there, Ivy, getting some uh, stuff from you from Booze Teak for gift giving. Uh, geeky drinking accessories like uh, Battlestar Galactica coasters and Captain America flasks and Star Trek shot glasses, things like that. And uh, if you go in and say Geek Show says hey, they'll give you 15% off. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City or go to boozeteak.com. Have your own third show with a little help from Booze Teak. All right, let's get to it. The new episode is called Part of the Problem. We'll get to it coming up. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! 
And we're back in Woo! the basement. Hey. Back in the basement. Where? Ah. It's so good to be here. Oh, hi, Jay. Hey, oh. you guys. Jason's hey, here. Jay Whitaker is here. Hey, what's up? Good morning. You missed all the reptilian uh, dick talk. Yep. He actually didn't. He was here the entire oh. time, but he's wearing that camouflage. We couldn't <laughs> see him. <laughs> I just got a notification. Uh, Geek Show is now live. Oh. No, oh, on the YouTube on channel. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that notification. Yeah, it just popped up, and so I'm so, not going to talk too much now. So you can, uh, yeah, you can watch on our YouTube channel. You done? Hello, YouTube. You done? Huh? You done talking? Uh, Who? Where? <laughs> fuck counts. Jeez, get in here. Get all pushy. Chill the fuck out, Cam. You done, Lee? What? Uh, yeah, our YouTube channel is, uh, you search one word, Geek Show, and subscribe. And, you'll, and you will receive notifications. If you do two words, a whole other thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, of course, that's Excitable James, who is behind that, our producer, video content producer. Find him on Twitter at JDD Jensen or on his YouTube channel, R-D-P-O-V, Red Devil Point of View. P-O-V. That's a good guy right there. <laughs> P-O-V, my favorite. Yeah. Your guys' Happy Thanksgiving thing was so dorky and rad. That's right. I didn't send out my Thanksgiving photos. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, it's oh, December. Yeah, yeah, December 18th. As of this episode. Yeah, yeah you're fucking late, bro. Yeah, a little bit. Because those, uh, those pictures can get you fired from your Hollywood job. Right? <laughs> Which yeah. I don't Happy have. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Which a I, month ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where can we find your stuff? Where can we fucks with you, Jay? Oh, what's up? Uh, fucks <laughs> with me at uh, It's Jay Whitaker on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, and It's Jay Whitaker dot com. Uh, by the time you listen to this, I should have that website under. Uh, uh, but yeah, oh shit, I got a lot of shit to plug for this week. Is the eighteenth? Eighteenth. Yeah, one that says uh, under new management. Okay, um, so uh, December twentieth, I will be in Irvine, Orange County, California, at the Irvine Improv. Uh, opening for a buddy of mine, Shang and Raymond Montoya. Uh, just go check the tickets. You'll check my Twitter, all that shit. And then t- the 21st, I'll be back in Salt Lake City to uh, do uh, a, a charity show for a shop with a cop at the at Green Pig. Uh, we'll be doing that. Me and my buddy Shane Smith, Natasha Maurer will be on the show. He's got a lot of tattoos. And then, so, um, it, do you guys think through the whole let's do a cop charity at the Green Pig? I mean, oh, uh, just I didn't pick the charity. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. To, I'm just. I'm just doing the show. But either way, good uh, man. Good man. With this. Um, and then uh, December 23rd, I will be headlining uh, Wise Guys Downtown again. And uh, awesome. just, So there's a there's a couple more things I'm forgetting. Oh, Thurs- um And then every Thursday, uh, ESPN 700 at 12:45 through one o'clock. Um, I'll be doing shit there with uh, uh, promoting the Green Pig. And uh, fucks with me on the Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. There you go. Thanks. I did it. All right. Sorry. And uh, Coach... Uh, oh, yeah. Watch Andy Mack. Season watch two. Andy Mack. Gina yeah. was so thrilled to see you. Really? Yeah. Do our yeah, kids yeah. watch that show? Our kids were watching the show. That's dope, man. And so she was. oh, look, there's Jay. <laughs> there's Jay. <laughs> Yelling oh, at buddy. people. <laughs> oh. I love you guys. You guys are dope. Oh, well, thanks for, thanks for being here. Good to be here. Uh, you okay, Lee? Yeah, sorry. You're kind of... I was thinking about something. I love R2-D2. I was going to say, you look, you're kind of like fingering. <laughs> no, I was... There's candy in there, and it's... Um, Shut up, Carrie. It feels good. I it's almost were, edible, too. It's really good. That's uh, some Japanese candy. I got that at the... Uh, last time I ate Japanese candy, I woke up in Mexico. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is that how it works? I'd love to yeah. travel that yeah. way. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that Japanese candy. It's like a horcrux. <laughs> it's like a horcrux. Yeah, is that shit made by Elon Musk? What the it, fuck? It took a while. <laughs> uh, your stuff. Uh, stuff. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, so if you want to check out what we're uh, what we're cooking, uh, Fresh Vegan Foods is uh, the website. You can check it out at FreshEats.com. Uh, go to Fresh Vegan Foods on Etsy. Uh, of course, there's FakeMeats.com. 
There's uh, Vegan Essentials. And then here in Salt Lake City, uh, you can check us out at our own shop, uh, The Vegan Agenda. We're also at Jade Market in uh, on, on Central Ninth area and downtown. So Watchtower Coffee, the great people there. And we're at the Este Pizzeria in Park City where you can pick that stuff up because they, they, they know they know the Park City peeps <laughs> want their vegan meats. Of course. And uh, on LGK... You totally rhymed there, by the way. I, I totally intended to. Mm-hmm. And on LGK.com, for like the last month, I've been posting just just stuff. So like stuff to help you out with your, with your role-playing game. So if you want NPCs, I've got pictures of NPCs that I've drawn up. It's just uh, it's my way of giving back to the gaming community that's been so good to me. So Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lee. <laughs> You're a dream to come home to. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Uh, Shannon, hello. Hey, what? Hi. Hi. How are you? You know, I've been better, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and the session begins right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I laugh like that. I'm sorry. Well, hey, you, want, hey, you want your own session. I'm glad you did, actually. Speaking of, know. maybe some of you out there listening have been better. Huh? Yeah, maybe you're a little down in the dumps. This could be a hard time of year. It, it can be. It yeah. can be a hard time of the year. It already and is. And boy, yep. And boy, the world sure is hard to deal with, isn't it? Huh? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Hey, need a break? Need a little pick me up? Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe a little bit, like like right in the middle of the week. <laughs> what have you got in mind? What you got, bruv? I'm busy on Monday and Tuesday. Well, <laughs> luckily, glad to hear. <laughs> glad to hear you got Wednesdays open because you could come. I can come. Oh, I know you can. Um, yeah, we got your Thanksgiving card. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come and forget, come and forget your problems at the Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz. Man, it happens every Wednesday at the Lucky Thirteenth. Well, if you come and forget at, your problems, but you usually tell people to shut the fuck up. I tell them to, <laughs> you're like, you're part of the problem, yeah. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> well, not that Mike. No, he's a dream. Oh, I yell up no. Mike is like uh, Michael Beck is uh, he's like my foil yeah. at pub quiz. It's, you know, he's like anyway. Uh, come watch me try to read. That's fun. <laughs> Aren't you? A, don't you work at the sub where that's very important? Yeah, but you know, like about nine o'clock, it's hard to read. I get a tab. You just um, got to stay one week ahead of the kids. That's all. Yeah. One week ahead. <laughs> yeah, what those little fuckers drink? Eight o'clock. Get yourself a hamburger. <laughs> Wild Beast Wednesday or something like that. Yeah. Get you a kangaroo burger. Or a wildebeest sandwich. A wildebeest sandwich. Yeah. You ever had possum on a burger? Oh, no. fucking great. Yeah. I don't know. On who's a, who's got the meats? Fuck you, Arby's. I got the meats, Jack. Lucky 13's got the meats. Yeah. Come and experience that whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Lucky 13. Yeah. Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock. You ever had wombat burger? It's good. <laughs> fucking wombat's delicious. Yeah. So good. Slow roasted. Buffalo Wild Wings about to have the meats, too. I saw that. Yeah, Arby's bought it. Where the fuck Arby's get Wait, $21.1 billion or something? $2.9 billion. Bing Rames, dude. Cut him a check. <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> he has the meats. He's Jimmy Martin. Woo! Yep. yep. Uh, watch me on KSL. Big booby mouth off. Uh, read me in Slug. Listen to me on Geek Show, Arrow, and Vita Oka Show. At the end of this episode, yes, I interviewed the cast of Father Figures. This I is, will be your father figure. Apparently this used to be a movie called Bastards. Oh, it, really? Yeah, and it got put on the shelf for a few months. It's, so, a, it's got the Owen Wilson in it. So right? It's Owen Wilson. It's actually a pretty good cast. Ah. This, this Am I who, earnest whoa. in it? Am I really earnest whoa. and likable? Gosh. Well, gosh. <laughs> well. Is this the one with Cat Williams? This yeah, is- I, get to get, I interview Cat Williams. Uh, I interview Owen Wilson, Ed Helms, and Terry Bradshaw. Oh, and uh, J.K. Simmons. 
Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't like most the, of those are the, good. The trailer made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it looked. I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope this Jesus is like, better. I get a free trip and a per diem. Yep. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope this is. Yeah. I hope this is good. Well, actually, when I do when I uh, fly out to see this because this is I fly out uh, as we record this in about a week because you guys. Get to see Star Wars well all together in, in this uh, coming episode, right? Right, right after this segment, we'll yeah, go yeah to, that's right. We'll go to Broken News, and we will have the review of the new Star Wars movie for you. I can't. I love so. I'm, so I'm just I'm just going to tell you guys right up front. No matter what I say about Star Wars, you should go see it for yourself and come up with your own opinion because I can't be trusted. <laughs> no, I really can't. I would say the same for it myself. Could, it could be the absolute worst yeah. thing in the world, and if it's got Star Wars in front of it, I'm going to be like, I loved it. You and I are both. Prequel apologist. Don't say apologist. Uh, no, no. Carry it. Carry it. No, loud I would proud. say I say apologist. In this room, I yeah. think we have to. Well, no, I, you I'm don't not, say that. I do it proudly. I'm not ashamed, I and I could take proudly. three of them in a fight. So <laughs> it's cool. Well, lump me in too, since I said the wrong word. But <laughs> what? So you guys see it because uh, this junket is a Sunday Monday, and that Monday is you guys will go see Star Wars here in Salt Lake, and I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to be in L.A. But behold our good friend at Disney, uh, good old Aaron. I was like, can you please find me a screening in LA? And he goes, I got you one. Oh, like, so, good. So I'll, you guys will be about an hour ahead of me. Are you watching Oh, it sucks though. It's so fun to see. Are you, I know. Are you I love seeing it? the movies with all you guys. Exactly. You know, yeah. some kind you, of, you watching the, it on the big screen at Nasty McFilthy's? No, it's at uh, it's on the Disney lot. I'm sitting uh, with Jay. I, I, I always I love, sit with Jay. I love sitting next to you, Cal. I I'll always sit with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tradition. So, but it counts actually called it because, uh, like I said, you'll be. I think you'll be about because I, I mine starts at one, which is two o'clock here in Salt Lake. You guys start at twelve thirty, so give or take. And so uh, when that happens, so I think you'll be about an hour and a half, give or take. When I get out, and counts is like you know your phones just start buzzing like in the middle of the movie, like absolutely. I'm like I'm turning that fucker off. You have to. Now see, if I'm sitting in for Tony. Because I am, mm-hmm. then you're sitting in for me. Yeah, nope. yeah. Counts is here. Yeah, Woo! I, I appreciate you guys me. letting me hang out today. It's yes. been great. I you can see me every week with Jimmy on Big Movie Mouth Off Monday through Friday six to ten. That's all you care. I, it's, <laughs> it's 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 actually uh, anytime four, you want on on demand. On, anytime you want on demand, four times a day live, and then also in Denver. I'm sorry, Colorado, Colorado and New Mexico. New Mexico. Yep, we got some reach, son. Woo! All right, Green River. <laughs> all right, ring. What about you? Wait. What about you? I know someone else has got something at six to ten. Oh, I'm yep. s- I'm sitting in for Tony. Oh, <laughs> okay. We'll say his plug. Where's your Mountain Dew? Yeah, dude, oh, look, where's uh, your Mountain Dew in your Be Tony. Drinks? Be Tony and do yeah. it as Arnold. Uh, uh, I, need, <laughs> I need a sugary drink. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a diabetic old man. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound I like. I need me a sugary drink. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Tony. No, it actually sounds like Carrie Jackson. Red. Oh, hi everyone. <laughs> oh, hi. Where do you, hey, um, Carrie. Uh, what's yeah. your deal? What you yeah. fucking do, pal? Uh, I do this uh, radio show. What's it oh. called, pal? I don't want to get into the name. I've never cared for the name myself. Really? Never cared for the name. No. Really? Yeah. Finally, the truth. I liked out. it. I liked it for about a year, and then I got tired of it. It was edgy, really? and you felt like you're getting away oh, with yeah, something. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, radio from hell. Yeah. Uh, I could abandon that now. Yeah. And the reason that we never just went Carrie, Bill, and Gina is because my name is impossible to spell. And in the old days, the ratings it was about spelling because mm, they would send yeah. you a diary, right. and, they, and if you misspelled it, it didn't count. So we thought, well, radio from hell's easy to spell. Okay, so mm. wait, weren't you guys called the, the fun pigs? That's I don't first? want to talk about that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What? Yeah. Um, Before they went new pause. wavy. 
Before they went new wave. We were top 40. and You were called the what? The fun picks. <laughs> fun picks. <laughs> you should go back to that. There's no, there's no, there's no pride picks. in radio. No, really there's isn't. not. There Especially isn't. when you're getting established. Exactly. God yeah. damn, give me another sugary drink. <laughs> get a sugary drink. You know what's funny? Remember when I was driving around that, um, that, that really weird 70s van? Yes. That my, <laughs> I took from my mom and dad? Yes. And I would go and like, sleep in it in front of people's houses and stuff. I named it the fun pig. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, there was a lot of fun in that pig. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, there, there is, there is, there is no pride in radio. I mean, no. my, my my show, uh, the the station we worked at, decided to come up with something incredibly original to call itself. So it was Kiss FM. And yeah. so, uh, <laughs> what does every morning show on a station called Kiss FM call itself? The Kiss Crew. That's that. That's something you really want to put on a resume. Yeah, you know. Um, did they have a street team? Uh, no, no. We were we were small budget. But we did often pretend to be in a helicopter. Get a street <laughs> yeah. team. You yeah. need a street team. Yeah, we tried to hire a street team, but she got scalped out by a bigger market yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> How right. do you pretend to be in a helicopter? Oh yeah, like, oh, let's check out everything over Garden Valley Boulevard. We're going to check in with John and the Kiss FM Kiss Copter. <laughs> well, things are looking pretty congested up here. It looks like there's a jaywalker and an old lady just stalled out a rascal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do that every oh, yeah. that's not every good. morning for five fucking years. God, that's, that's not that bad. That's like, is that how they did World of the Worlds and shit? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, yeah. go look up classic yeah. Foley stuff. I did. I'm fascinated. And by then it. every every morning we do we check in with uh, check in with Bob Hope. Oh really? Yeah, we just play our heart monitor. So, <laughs> oh damn, poor, poor Bob Hope. Yeah, there wasn't much. No, no, no. Yeah. And he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. Thanks. That's, that's He's awesome. actually my uncle, but thanks a lot. Oh, right. <laughs> well, then you know better than anyone. Oh, you must have enjoyed those Christmas cards. What you got for us, you fun pig? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Christmas touchy cards? They're yeah. great. We're going we're gonna, to, like I said, Broken News coming up. We're going to review the new Star Wars movie, and then after that, it's your questions. I loved it. Something's going to happen when the screening doesn't happen, and this is going to sound like we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> oh, I still oh, I didn't it. even think I'm still going to sit by Jay. I love it so much. The movie. That's right. Short, short of North Korea. I'm seeing that movie. All I know is I'm not going to work that morning. No, fuck I'm, that. Nope. <laughs> fuck that. Nope. I'm fuck. getting drunk all day. Put fuck that right in the fun pig. What's at noon? Huh? What time do you get up? Noon? You're going to be late to the movie getting drunk. Yeah, I mean, it's like, 1230, man. No, if it's Jay's Jay, it actually starts at 1030. <laughs> actually, I've been on time for all these movies lately. I've been showing up. He's not going to be late, I, although I will save your seat. I got uh, you. Thor Ragnarok, I was about two minutes late. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Here's the... Next great project to come out of Hollywood. Oh, my God. I already saw it. I already fucking saw it. God damn it. Well, it's not what you think it is. I saw uh, I saw the second line. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, stop peeking. All right. James Mangold. Logan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 310 to Yuma. Yeah. Teaming with the author of Animorphs. God damn it. <laughs> for a film about a large talking cat. I hope it's an anamorph. Mangold. James Mangold. That's uh, the adaptation of Catherine Applegate's Newbery Award winning novel, Crenshaw. Crenshaw the Furry Fucker. That's, that's, Which, a, that's a boulevard. Yeah. yeah. Tupac but, rapped about it. But Crenshaw is, the, <laughs> Crenshaw is the name of a man's imaginary friend from childhood returning to lend a hand after he's fallen on hard times. So there's it's a it's, hand and not a paw. So it's Man. Harvey. It's Harvey. Yeah. Uh, it's Harvey. But it's Crenshaw. Or Drop Dead Friend. And it's a cat. Check out my hot that cat lady friend. That sounds shitty. So there you go. Fuck that movie. Do you, know many, do you know how many people from like 
LA are going to show up to see this movie and be like, this motherfucker's about a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was going to talk about my life. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, everybody, check out my friend. My friend's a cat. His name is Crenshaw. Everything, everything Crenshaw does is magic. Tell, every, tell, but it has the greatest fucking hip hop like, soundtrack yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope, actually. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Nothing but vanilla ice. Uh, oh. Um, rest in peace. Is another. Uh, uh, <laughs> Something from something else. Yes, a movie. <laughs> okay. Oh. I love how you I work. A movie, Man. you say? I seriously love how well are you we work through that stroke. Talk Those are amazing. Yeah. Is this Shannon trying to read? Is this what it sounds like? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 He's like, even though I had a minor stroke, I still delivered the bit. <laughs> that, that, All right. That aspirin a, regiment's really paying off. I know. Somebody <laughs> get him a sugary drink so he can finish I this. need a sugary drink. Uh, from the people who brought you Hitman, the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Yep. From the people who brought you Resident Evil, the movie. Oh, which, oh even which, which one? Which one? The first, oh, the first nine. Uh, 17. It's a series. Okay. So. Okay. All of them. Um, Danger Girl, comic book. Oh, the the Scotty, Scotty something something. No. J, uh, J. Scott Campbell. J. Scott yeah, Campbell. J. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I knew the name. I Scott like that book. Name. Yeah. But I also like to masturbate to comic books. Whoa. <laughs> Easy. It's got a lot of tight pants and bosoms. Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah, Easy. It does. Yeah. That's why I buy the Fraggle Rock comic. It's great. Um, Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> I swine so much. I never like, knew those were in print. Okay. Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And now we know what the doozers were hiding. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you like? Oh, these <laughs> fucking doozers. No, it's... it's I got something you could build out of radish oh, dust. I'm going I'm to sprocket. The doozers. Y'all fucking crazy. You jerk off to sprocket the dog? <laughs> What's wrong with that? What the fuck is wrong with I, that? I, I, I guess nothing. Tony lends it to me, so I was fine with he it. He was a Muppet. <laughs> Danger Girl follows the adventures of Abby Chase, yeah. an adventurer yeah. who was reluctantly recruited into a secret organization. And she always oh. has her midriff showing. Chase is yeah, then, yeah. Last, you know, you got to make sure you're protecting your vital organs That's by right. not wearing anything over them. Chase it's, is then it's where her chi is. Paired with... Uh, <laughs> Operative Sydney Savage. Oh, is that the one that wears the black cat suit? Yeah, sure. And Natalia Castle uh, on a globe-trotting adventure to locate a series of mystical objects and keep them out of the hands of the evil Hammer Syndicate. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, J. Scott Campbell could draw lip gloss better than just about anybody. Yeah. He really could. Yeah. yeah. Right, he, he excelled. He excelled at lip gloss. Yeah. God, you could so it was touch a, yourself to those comics. Yeah, so you you're could. getting a date. You could choose to do so. I did. You could choose I chose, to not. I, I did. You chose poorly. He made that choice. I'm a, yeah. Shut up, Lee. Did you listen to a lot of Kenny Loggins when you were doing that? No, I listened to sexy stuff. I listened to Kenny sh- Rogers. <laughs> no, sexy. Sade, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweetest taboo. Because <laughs> I was committing the sweetest taboo. Can I tell you something? Jerking off to cartoon characters is the yeah. sweetest You think you're taboo. the only one? Look at that lip gloss. Oh, no. Okay. Look at that Muppet dog. I'm looking at you, Jane Jetson. <laughs> I oh, have seen shit oh. that will turn you white. Really? Okay, Shannon confessed his. What cartoon? Uh, what, what cartoon did oh, you? Oh, Chitara. All right. Chitara? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Stirred Need something inside you. Skip, I skip um, come Nanny from the Muppet Babies. Oh man, I'm into her stockings. Wow. <laughs> huh? I have a fetish. <laughs> I, I never had a, a cartoon crush. I, really? I really didn't. Ever? So no. It's I, weird. Hmm. You never thought like a cartoon was cute or anything? 
Uh, sure. That does, not, that, like in a, not like in a Shannon going down to Pound Town sort of I didn't right. say you had to fucking carve a shark <laughs> well, yeah. on her. Yeah. I mean, not... Harvey the shark is pooping, man. Not well, even, And we know you've done that, <laughs> too. Not even uh, uh, Daphne from Scooby-Doo? I, I, oh. I, I thought she was annoying. Mm. Well, I, learned, I, learned, I learned to love Velma as a teenager. What, but a, what about Josie and the Pussycats? I hated it. Huh. I hated yeah, Josie I and the Pussycats. Yeah. I didn't like the music. Yeah, I uh, wasn't listening. What about music? Starscream? No, no, Starscream. excitable. <laughs> I just love, yeah. no. Yeah. What? I just read I excitable like James' like, text. Um, it says Misty, uh, Misty Pokemon, Misty from Pokemon, <laughs> Misty from Pokemon. Fuck that. Uh, no. Yeah, she looks. She looks twelve, and she's looked twelve since I was thirty. Yeah. So James, she uh, got no bone structure. You any James? Um. As far back as I can remember, mm-hmm. um, I would say Jessica Rabbit off top. Okay. I, I was five. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I was five. And then, uh, what was it? Uh, was Kim 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 Basinger? Basinger? In, cool in World? Cool, cool World. World. Yeah, oh. yeah, Cool World, yeah. Oh. That yeah. Was, that was, yeah, no, you're was, getting into that shit, like Ralph, Ralph Baxter yeah. stuff, but he was he was doing softcore, so yeah. it makes sense. Leland yeah. likes it for on the silver screen, not on the pages. Um, no. I I will say like it, it's real. All right, this is gonna this is gonna sound weird, but all right. uh, the I love the game Overwatch, but like the characters don't do it. But I've seen the cosplays for the characters of Overwatch, and that is like okay. Makes your penis twitch. Uh, just not twitch, but it's 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 definitely uh, okay. Yeah, well, we're all well, soldiers here. Before we. Uh... <laughs> Before we take a break, get, get on the payload, Jay. Oh my God! And uh, come back and review the Star Wars movie. I'll just give the correct answer: Bugs Bunny and Drag. After oh, these messages, we'll, we'll be right back. back. Perf. <laughs> when you're out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. Made from the award-winning triple-distilled gluten-free Kid Curry Vodka. Available now in Utah State Liquor Stores for just $16.99. Perfect for the holiday season. Mixes great with eggnog, hot cider, Coke, White Russians, or simply as a chilled shot. That's how I like it. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and dad ass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. 
Black Velvet Boutique is it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. <laughs> Broken news. Welcome to it. Woo! Shit, right. yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, we're going to review your glass emoji. Star, <laughs> Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Spoiler free. Promise. Well, I'm, I'm saying that now. I don't know what is going to transpire. One of us may slip. So oh, this is bullshit. I Darth doubt, Vader is Luke's dad. I doubt we will. Spoiler free <laughs> means yes spoilers <laughs> <laughs> or no no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. All right. Where do you want to start? Uh, we were all at the same screening. Yep. Uh, not me. I was sitting. Oh no, that's right. Oh, you that's were. Yeah. You were in L.A. You guys were. You guys time we traveled. We missed you. Hey, but thanks again, Jimmy. That that, that was, no. that was, yeah, that was a dope experience. I was dying to text you when I walked out of there. It's and still, you had an hour and a half still to go. I said this. Uh, you'll hear it with the interviews later because like, I was doing the father figures junket, and it was just so funny. They were just like, um, "So if you wait till noon, it might be pushing it, but you can have J.K. Simmons." Or would you rather get to the Disney lot and see Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry, J.K. So J.K. sitting there. Well, none of the critics are there. Cause where is everyone? I don't understand why no one wanted to interview J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Um, I would have loved to interview him, though. But I was like, I, yeah. there's no way that I'm going to be able to sit on my ass and like hear yeah. all my friends be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, Well, <laughs> and there was a lot of emotion in this screening. Now, what's funny about this, too, because yeah. you guys had your one screen. Yeah. So on Disney lot, they were doing screens all day long. Uh-huh. So there was a 10 a.m. I went to the 1 p.m. There was a 4 p.m. There was like a 8 p.m. or like that, you know. So when and you this, walked out, and this was this was media people, not all. That's oh, what okay. was great about the the audience I saw with you. Half was press, and the other half is what Disney deemed super fans. Oh, so oh. there were people waiting to go in when you walked okay. out. Exactly. Oh. So they actually told us can we when. When I was at the Don't look at in the him. in the uh, waiting for the one p.m. the ten was getting out like that so and I was just like nope like like la 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 like ears you know and fingers in my ears like this kind of like, don't fucking say anything and everybody was really good about it mm-hmm. like, they were walking yeah. past now yeah. when we went into the theater they said 
when you walk out, there will be a 4 p.m. lined up. Do not say anything. Yeah. Like, like keep the secrets to yourself. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, they, they, they full on told everybody, shut your fucking mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, all, so. I can, all I can say is in our screening, uh, the Cades were right behind me. And I hope that, I hope that uh, Lee's daughter didn't think I was making fun of him because she was, she was the fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was the fan. I wish I I, I wanted to be. Yeah. yeah, she she was reacting to everything and crying and and just it was an experience for her. And I hope she doesn't think I was making fun of her when I was walking in and said, "Who was crying over here?" Yeah, yeah, because I was. <laughs> you know, I just was keeping it in. Sure, me too. Um, but I uh, wasn't. You know, you know who yeah. I'm never going to look at the same light again? Hmm. Laura Dern. I know, right? Well, first when I picture Laura Dern, I think of her having her hands in giant dinosaur shit. That's true. Yes, from, from Jurassic Park. Yes. Now it's a very much different viewpoint. Different. Well, and I won't say anything. <laughs> if, if, if not for one moment, though, you'd be feeling differently about the Laura Dern character. I, I, yeah. I agree. It was not no, strong when she came until, out first, I hated her. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, there's, there's been a, so many bad speeches in white rooms to rebel groups. Yeah. You know, and I thought, uh, okay, fine. But there's a moment. Well, I will say, I will say the moment. Redeems. But, but, Everything. Everything. Jay, you lost Close, your I mind. shut the theater down. <laughs> Close to that moment, though, is when she's, I'll say, you know, because her, her and Poe don't really get along. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she says to him, watch out, he's trouble. Oh, no, Carrie Fisher says to him, watch out, he's kind of trouble. And she goes, I like him. Mm-hmm. And right now, you, you just rectified everything. Like, <laughs> but like then him. she did even better. Oh, now we're, now we're, oh no, we're, she stole the franchise. We're getting a little spoilery. It's close. Yeah. There's no way you that, could ever no, guess that, what that, she does. That's, that's no, still, just, but that's still. still, yeah, still. Let's, just, let's, okay. let's ease back. The, the fact, yeah. Okay. Ease let's talk back. About, let's Look, talk. just because she's Luke's mom, it's fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about blue titty milk or something. Like, I don't know. Oh, Jay. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about specific details. I like the porgs. You know? They didn't bug me? The porgs didn't bug me. They didn't. Um, I was expecting you to be bothered, Jay. I think, well, because I feel like, yeah, the way that they're marketing them, it's, it's a fucking yeah. baby group money grab. I, I thought and, you were going to be mumbling just, about it baby was, group. Yeah, it's just, it, 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 it came across that way, but it's just like, all right, all right, cool. The whatever. execution was fine. Though, yeah, I, I think it was. It's yeah. not a baby group when Chewie's kind of going to have uh, one but, for, but, you know, but, just, you know. Stop it, Jimmy. See? You're the worst. That's what I'm talking about. Stop it, Jimmy. No one's going to guess what that here's, is. Here's the you thing. Do, you, do spoil, you do, like, minorly spoil shit sometimes. Eat a dick. Here's, here's, here's what we do. All right. That's not in the movie. Let me back. <laughs> here's why I don't want to talk about details of anything. I only want to talk about emotion. Um, and, and, and that leaves Jay out, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah apparently uh, boredom. Uh, I will just say this, is that we've all seen the trailers. Yeah. And there's a line in the trailer that you should take to heart. And that is, this is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Or no. something along those lines. Right. This movie is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. And I would rather you go in with no knowledge yeah. so that you can have that experience like we all did in that theater. Because none of us ha- had any, I don't think anybody on Geek Show had a Snoke theory. You know, <laughs> it's never that oh. deep. So <laughs> That's true. We went in just ready to have fun thrown at us fun and feels and action uh we didn't have any preconceived notions and we were able to enjoy it uh-huh. and and i want everybody to have that feeling mm-hmm. so i just i just want to talk about how it made you feel a kid again yeah i loved just, it because it was different yeah no there were moments where like you know you i almost it's always it's funny because speaking of the you know symphony opera like uh, there's yeah. a, there was, used to be a sticker and it said when's the last time you stood up and applauded your television <laughs> that's good I would have done it oh, <laughs> that's good. absolutely if it wouldn't have bugged the person behind me <laughs> absolutely that's good 
That's so, good. Jay's right. It is different. It's 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 sort of forging a new path or com- or continuing the forging of a new path. I think. But I think that's why I like the song. Yeah, yeah. I think because well, you guys all heard my frustrations about the, and I think that's probably just to me that felt like old Star Wars, and because there's a lot of feeling like. I don't know. So, and I, I, I get it. Star Wars is at this table. This is all you guys' shit. I'm not shitting on it. I just felt like I, it, there was parts that, the, the parts that frustrated me were old Star Wars, but everything else surrounding it and what was new and what Ryan Johnson did with that shit. Love it. I did too. I, I, I enjoyed the callbacks. I mean, I'm the worst kind of person to, to judge this movie with any sort of, you know, trustworthiness because. I was seven when the first one came out. I barely have any memories no. in my life that don't include Star Wars. I was negative it's seven. The <laughs> principle, yeah, <laughs> it's the principal mythology of my world. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't be, I can't be objective. And that's why For, a, 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 a lot of people that I'm encountering that aren't aren't having this movie <laughs> are are people of your of your age. I, and I, they're my, not having, you know, they're they're just they're they're not happy with the direction it's going. And I'm like. You, you've got to be able to embrace a new thing. I couldn't you know? agree less with that take. You know? I think they're wrong. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, they are. Yeah. You know? I think the collaboration of it, and, you know, call it spoilery or not, I don't think it is, because uh, when she shows up in the Million Falcon, what's the first question Luke's going to ask? Where's Han? Right. And I went, right when he asked that question, my fucking heart broke. I was oh, like, yeah. she's yeah. going to have to explain it to him. Yeah. Like, mm, your nephew killed him. <laughs> Spoiler if you haven't seen Force Awakens. So uh but no, it just it was it these characters are so iconic to have to tell one another yeah. that you know, well, you were out here on the fucking island <laughs> and, and we're all yeah, sitting here uh, dealing with this shit stuff. Yeah, <laughs> everything you think you know about this movie you don't know. No? I mean you're you're don't go in with your with the movie that you have in your head. I say this all the time. Yeah. Especially with this one. And I think that's what's happening with the hate that I'm seeing online. People are not happy about this movie because they went in with their the movie that they thought was going to happen. Luke's going to hop on her back, you know, do some backflips in the swamp. Yeah, and <laughs> and and just that's not this. That's not going to happen anymore. No. You know, so go in, just be the nine year old. Mm. Let it let it roll over you. Can I say without being spoiled, that's probably one of the best lightsaber fight scenes. We could say that. That's, okay, yeah, that's there's something to look forward to. There's <laughs> a lightsaber <laughs> fight that is just absolutely hands down. The best. When I, when I watch the fight choreography, yeah. when I watch the set pieces and the fight choreography in this film, it it makes me amazed that the stuff I used to tolerate as good back yeah. when I was a kid. Of course, it's you know. Oh yeah, you go go back and watch that New Hope. Oh, go watch that that Obi Wan Vader fight scene. It's yeah. I mean that wow. was that was one of the problems a lot of people had with the fight with the Vader scene at the end of Rogue One because. That's like minutes before he fights Obi Wan, and yeah. how is he that vital and then such a geezer, you yeah. know? <laughs> but the, the point is, you know, stuff like you know special effects and fight choreography and the, the ability to pull off those set pieces—it changes with time. And sure. So well, I, mean, I, give the, I give the prequels as much shit as anybody else, but yeah. but that Darth Maul fight scene at the end of the oh, is fantastic. I mean, what that was a game changer. Yeah, right but there. but I think this one in, in Jedi, I, uh, Last yeah. Jedi, I think that it, it wins it. I'm with you. I think so. I really I'm think so. And I. That takes place. I won't. I won't. I, don't, I won't say more. But it takes place in a callback moment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they just blow yep. it up. Yep. They just blow it up. They. No. They. they it's both old and new. Yeah. That, that set. Another uh, complaint I'm seeing online is uh, is is the humor. Why they they don't they don't think that it belongs. Oh God. And to which I say, you, you need, if, any, if anything, this fucking world needs now is <laughs> some kind of humor. Yeah. I'm like, don't you remember Han? The Death Star, 
We're all we're all fine here. How are you? Don't you remember? There were there were funny things in, in yeah, these movies. Stormtroopers hitting their heads on doors and shit. Yeah, you know, there were funny things in these movies. Don't you know? Just because there might be a few more. Yeah. Or that they're better. No. It's okay to laugh during a Star Wars movie. You yes. Can, instead of feeling fucking emotions oh, for Jay. goddamn decades. Jay. I laughed a lot during the Padres. Jesus. <laughs> well, that sportscaster, we talked about that today. God. That guy was hilarious. Ugh. It's Greg Proops. Okay. Yeah. And and he's That's, that's why gonna, I give him a pass. That's kind of, gotta hurt. He's kind of a hero of mine. Really? I love so. Greg Proops. <laughs> anyway. Uh we all I think we all liked it. I you know, I I put it up there. I mean, I said that Rogue One is probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I uh, said this one was a game changer. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I loved it so much, just because it was so different. Mm-hmm. I liked it. So, so I, I mean, I put it up there with Rogue One and Empire. Yeah, Rogue, honestly. Yeah, those you are know? my those yeah. are my top two. Yeah. So I put it up there. With I didn't like it. I loved it. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I can't wait to see where they go next. It's can't wait. I'm well, all in. I the visuals are especially stunning. I mean, like, we all know that, but, I mean, like, there's just one... There was one part toward the, in the third act where they're, I, I guess, flying through... It's in the trailer. Flying through a, a planet? Yeah, oh. underground? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That was fucking... That was, that was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... You're talking about the part with the falcon. Yeah. 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 And then there's just, there's just uh, some really great theatric performances. Like, where I was just like, Man, mm-hmm. minus this whining, this other <laughs> other than that shit, that every other the, like I love how they just great. show how much more unstable Kylo Ren really is. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, just you know, that's that's another thing that that for me, Kylo Ren is has been always more frightening than Vader ever. Oh yeah, because he's so fucking unstable. Well, you, you can't know? trust him no matter what. And you can't yeah. trust him. Yeah. yeah, like if Vader turned. You'd be like, yeah, he, I think he sees yeah. the light. Whereas Kyle would be like, eh, I don't trust this motherfucker. We're, we're yeah. talking about we're, we're talking about a guy who has both Anakin Skywalker and Han Solo's blood in him. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be a nut. That's bag. true. That's true. That's, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, going to be funny. a nut. You got it. All right. Well, I think we all loved it. Yes. Um, I I'm, I wish I had a chance to talk to Lee more before. Yeah. Uh, to, to get his take on it because he's our Star Wars. I I'm glad it wasn't a Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it also because I'm tired of that was, fucking Jake. excuse. It also was a Star Wars movie. Jake. Anytime something goes wrong with Star Wars, oh, that's a Star Wars movie. Fuck that excuse. That's, that's the lamest excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I use it to describe why I love it. That's because it's it's kind of like it's like it's like religion for me. It's, it's, I can't explain it any better. Right. I think everybody should go see Father Figures instead. So, oh, you know. stay till the end. Yeah, <laughs> as a matter of fact, as Jimmy interviews Owen Wilson, Ed Helms, Cat Williams, and Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. All right. All right. Now let's get to the other. News story, big thing, week stuff. What was the price tag? $54.2 billion? I got it here, 66.1. Oh, they raised it up. Did you add some more Wolverines? I don't know. Well, (laughs) if you include debt valuing shares at Fox around 40 apiece, it's a whole, again, we're going to get into the business side of this here. Uh, Disney buying uh, 21st Century Fox, an all-stock deal. Um. And again, this is so that uh, Rupert can can keep his his uh, his news division. Yeah, he wants his news division because he's got to continue to be state TV. Well, why does he have to sell it off to keep it? it That's why it get all this. has to do with him being able to get acquisition of Sky News over in Europe. Oh. It's because the European people are saying you own too much. You're you you are a con- you know you've got too many X Men. You've got you've got too much media. <laughs> 
and and we believe in diversifying the voices, and, yeah. and you're controlling all the voices. And he's like, well, if I sell all this off, can I can I do it then? And they went, well, maybe. It also gives him a lot more cash yeah. to leave his kids tax free now. It's true for the yeah. Yep. Uh, so anyway, here's here's basically what it boils down to. This thing ain't gonna. It's not happening overnight. I saw an article in Variety about how uh, the, there's just doom and gloom at the Fox Studios. And I'm like, you guys have your jobs for at least a year, <laughs> you know, because it's going to take at least a year just to wade through the paperwork yeah. and and who owns what and can we do what with this and this with that. And the feds don't like it, right? The feds are already yeah. saying that they don't like it because right. it does seem like a monopoly. This sounds like me, like the conversations that Steven Spielberg had to have for Ready Player One. Yeah. Just ones I don't want to have. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, you know, so while you're speculating about how Marvel Studios is going to reboot the Fantastic Four. I don't even. I mean, that will happen. Sure. But it's not, it's years yeah. down the road. It is years down the road. Well, even if they did acquire it tomorrow, you're still not getting it for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already got the first, yeah. Next, like, three, I got four this years other shit. I feel they like gotta, everyone's going to expect, you know, like, oh, shit. You know, Fantastic Four, Deadpool are going to be in this shit now. Well, you know, it is Chadwick Boseman's like, get lying, motherfucker. <laughs> isn't it great, though, that Deadpool 2 has been such a big part of this story? Like, yes. what are they going to do with this R-rated movie? Uh, oh, my God. And uh, Disney and well, Disney see, actually that, that, I've got counted that with that. Up, but that yeah. argument never held weight Sorry, with Sorry, I mean to jump you. It's Miramax was owned by Disney. Well, that yeah, was, that's that what people keep forgetting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that Miramax... And Village what? Uh, Village... Was that them? Village Pictures? Or? Village Roadshow? Yeah, Roadshow. Roadshow. Yeah. Village Roadshow, maybe. Yeah. I know Dis- Miramax yeah. Disney will release things under something. different titles. You know? You're not going to have the Magic Kingdom like, fly no. in for a Disney no. movie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they would do that. No, bullshit. I know Disney. That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, I... Mm, not happening. You know he tr- like there'd be something they, they'd probably they want... The okay. Fox, they may want to try, but not uh, Disney. Bob Iger has, has extended mm. his contract through the end of 2021. Uh, let's see. Uh, the companies are preparing for an extended regulatory review, like we said. Uh, the deal, which has been in the works for weeks, was confirmed. We'll see Disney buying Fox's film and TV studios, National Geographic, FX cable channels, business, regional sports networks, international networks, including Star India, which is huge, apparently. Hmm. Uh, Fox has 30% stake in Hulu and 39% stake in European pay TV giant Sky. Wow. Did you uh, say FX? Yeah. Disney's going to own Sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How totally is that possible? <laughs> well, they may not own it. That's true. In, unless FX owns part of it. Right. It, right. it could just be that FX shows it. I see. So that's, I hate that's this where, deal. It's so again, that's where it gets yeah. into, the, into the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this deal so fucking but, much. But they do own, <laughs> they do, they do own The Simpsons. Oh. If this goes through. I just don't know how I feel about that. I, do, I, I just, I'm excited for them to reboot with Miles Teller. Yes. <laughs> I just, um, so, great. all right, so, so. Combining with Disney are 21st Century Fox, critically acclaimed film production businesses, including 20th Century Fox, Fox Searchlight, Fox 2000, which this is the kind of stuff that they own. Avatar, Mm -hmm. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, Kingsman, Grand Budapest Hotel, (laughs) Hidden Figures, Gone Girl, Shape of Water, The Martian. Yeah. Yep. And its storied television creative units, 20th Century Fox Television. Uh, FX Productions and Fox 21, which have The Americans, This Is Us, yeah. Modern Family, no, The Simpsons. Us. Yeah. I thought This Is Us was on NBC. 
No. Either way, Apparently Disney not. will have a field day with. Do you think Gordon Ramsay is still gonna be able to call people like fucking donkeys on Hell's Kitchen if, I, if Disney owns? You know what? Um, no. It's know. funny that you guys bring up the Simpsons uh, with this whole thing because a Simpsons episode predicted this. Oh yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, no they predicted shit. everything. They're they like, know, like seriously, it's fucking scary. No, they, they predicted President Trump. They, they did. Yeah, they did. You know, I mean, they predicted this in an episode. They also predicted the Super Bowl when they said the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> NBC Universal is going to look like T-Mobile after this. Now, <laughs> hey, T-Mobile, they do their best. Now, um, uh, Fox's X-Men and Fantastic Four movies, not necessarily good. Mm. I mean, there were a couple that were I thought I like really how, well. I like how Michael B. Jordan played Johnny Storm. Chris um, Evans played Johnny Storm. And now the... Their mer- their universes are converging. Well, and that's the question: is is and I'm, and I'm, no, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure that you know, and, and this, is, this is just me. I'm sure that they will completely start over with Fantastic Four and in, oh, and yeah. incorporate it into the MCU that we know. I think after Infinity War two, we're done. Oh, that's true. I think they're just going to things may change. Button. Things may change, uh, but uh, so the question is: New Mutants. What's happening there? Because that mm. that movie's planned to be a trilogy. Yeah. Until this this deal has come along, <laughs> so the question is: is can they hurry and crank out a second one before Disney comes in and goes, "Yeah, nope. we want to play with this." Yeah, uh, Logan. There's you know the, the Wolverine, the X Men. He's my new favorite Disney princess. You know he is. <laughs> the question becomes: you know, do they accept those movies as canon or not? I kind of predict. After, no. After Logan, I think that's a reset I, button. Yeah, I get the feeling that they will start over yeah. again in the MCU with with new with a new actor and and all of that. Good luck to that person. Uh, you know, <laughs> so you might get Avengers versus X Men. Who knows? Uh, Jay's excited. Yeah, you, you talk about I Disney princesses. Be, I want to be excited about this so much, but I'm not. I, but you look at this net neutrality and everything. Oh yeah, see, that, that's the bigger picture. That's the that to me like. I'm sorry, like fuck it. I'll just say it. Like they're buy like buying up everything and then controlling what we watch. You mean to tell me for- Fox is gonna get forty two fucking billion dollars and and like that's not gonna go to Fox News mm-hmm. when we have a president that like praises Fox News more than anything mm-hmm. and bashes every other media outlet. Mm-hmm. Do you guys not see where this shit is going? Yeah, we'll get Avengers versus X Men, but what's the fucking cost? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Just a tad bit of dignity. It's just fu- <laughs> it's just fucking stupid, and then, like it's just like to me that everyone cares about uh, like yeah, you're being distracted by shiny objects. Yes, and, and so that and that's why I hate this fucking deal like so 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 much. I want to be excited, but everybody's I, I, caught up. But in, I'm terrified. Yeah, everybody's caught up in X Men and yeah. the Avengers together finally. But there's a there's a deeper darker picture. I feel there. like I'll be watching this yeah. movie yeah. in a bunker with a gas. There's a price. Out. There's a price of admission for it. Yeah. Yeah. Even right. if those. You know, doom freedom. and gloom things don't happen. We're alive at the time of new robber barons, and it's that's true. Not very comfortable. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be right. negative. Back, just, to, the, back to the shiny keys. Uh, <laughs> the long gestating gambit movie oh, <laughs> is supposed to start shooting in February 2018 with a February 2019 release. Will they hurry and crank it out before the papers sign? Nope. You this, know how America this, feels about New Orleans. That's the one that Verbinski picked up, right? Yes. That this makes my prediction of Johnny Depp in that movie even more even likely. More. Mm-hmm. Even more likely. Uh, so that yeah, that's the question: is the developmental paths that the currently gestating Fox properties, you know, what'll happen to them? Uh, they also become a uh, a majority owner in Hulu because of this. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so that's another question. You said 30%, right? Yeah, Disney will add yeah. Fox's 30% stake to its own stake of the same size, so it's 60%. Holy Com- Comcast, NBC, Universal, and Time Warner currently own 30% and 10% stakes in the business, respectively. So it's, it's, it's Hulu. Hulu it, started as NBC's baby, and they don't yeah. even own it anymore. And, uh, I know they did, though. So. No, so, he's a, they're about to be a minority that's owner. That's what I'm saying. Oh. This is what people so, need to pay attention to this shit. So it, it, it already, it's, it's got Netflix nervous. Mm. Um, so there's that. And then there's the other question is, is those Netflix Marvel's properties? Yeah. You know, the Daredevil, Punisher, and all those. Yep. Where do they belong in all of this? I know Netflix has put up the money, but Marvel owns the, the IP. So the question is, is do they put a stop to those? I mean, we just got greenlit for season two of The Punisher before this happened, which I want to talk to you about. Well, they just, <laughs> they'd probably just bring it over to Hulu, if anything. Would they? I don't know. Could they? I don't know how ironclad this Again, contracts Again, I don't are. know how the legality works. Carrie, follow me for yeah. a second. So Disney buys Fox, creates this multimedia giant. Mm-hmm. Net neutrality gets basically blown up. Doesn't Disney's next move have to be Xfinity or something? Don't they have to get well, in the bandwidth game they now? Gotta, they got to got to stake in. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm you sure. Get Forty-two billion dollars. I don't mean. I don't mean. I don't mean presenter. Money. I don't mean like Hulu. I mean they got to get in the actual pipe business now. Well, they no, got to get the bandwidth. No, they, now. they. 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 That's what they want. I'm probably. Telling, I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Wow. Uh, now, as far as the comics world, there's wow. a big question there because part of the deal, the Fox Disney deal, is that. Uh, Independent publishers will probably be losing their licenses to Fox properties. You remember what happened mm. with the Star Wars when they bought Star Wars? It yeah. was taken away from Dark Horse, and they immediately said, "We want to make Star Wars comics," and they did, and they're huge. Um, so, so this brings up these. Dark Horse currently licenses a bunch of properties from 20th Century Fox. Yes, Disney owns Aliens. Wow. Prometheus, Predator, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Avatar comics, Alien versus Predator. They also now own Bongo Comics, which is The Simpsons and yeah. Futurama. Uh, now, Boom Studios, now part owned by Disney, published Planet of the Apes comic books. Huh. So th- those got to go somewhere. You yeah. know, they don't own Planet of the Apes. Every ingredient you're mentioning is something I really love, but the whole thing feels mm-hmm. so shitty. Yeah. Uh, I boom. think it's just too big to feel comfortable with. How do all these things add up <laughs> yeah. to something so bad? Because they're all individually so great. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom, I, I boom, boom Studios does a big trouble in Little China comic right now. The question is, well, they probably won't be able to anymore. So there's that. Uh, here's something that now, because of Boom Comics, Disney now owns the following properties. Goldie Vance, which is a movie being made right now with Kerry Washington as one of the producers. All right. Lumberjanes. Fan favorite, Mouse Guard, which I could just see Disney going, oh yeah, yeah, right, uh, and Rust. Uh, it's a and it's, and it's a movie. It's a story of robots, big and small, centers on a family struggling to keep its farm afloat when it encounters a, a boy robot from with a mysterious past. All of this is now is now Disney. Hmm. So that is again, if. The paperwork is signed. We're getting excited about all this shit and dreading all of this shit. Yeah, mad more than excited. It could fall through. Either the government interference or just something not working out. It yeah. could still fall through. So the government once every ten years or so stops something massive like this because yeah. they just it's everybody. No matter yeah. what side of the aisle you're on, sees it as mm-hmm. a bad idea. Yeah. I, I yeah. hope this is one of those. It but, won't be. But, it uh, won't be, but direct from Bob Iger regarding Deadpool. Uh, it clearly has been and will be Marvel branded. 
but we think there might be an opportunity for a Marvel R brand for something like Deadpool. As long as we let the audiences know what coming, what's coming, we can manage that. Okay. So I think it's I think it. he saw the money and went, oh, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So it's not just money; it's credibility as a well-rounded producer. There's, there's that. Content. All you got to do is just, I mean, you got to be able to do this yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Uh-huh. All you got to do is just misspelled uh, Disney uh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you know? um, um, if they if technically I I am an employee of of of, of Disney. Diz though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, technically, I'm, a, I'm an employee of Disney. You're owned. I could say a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you're part of this whole deal, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Jay. Oh, God. Oh, you're my in it. God. I just realized that. You're in it. Oh, shit. You're deep in the heart of it. Oh, shit, man. You oh, I, I, that's I, it. You're out. I got, I got a lot of texts from our man at Disneyland about this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, anyway, so that's, that's the end of that. That's, oh that's as deep as we'll go. I will. I, uh, like I said, Punisher uh, was renewed for season two, and uh, I finally finished it last night. What do you think? Uh, I finished what? I liked it better than Iron Fist. Yep. Oh yeah, I thought. I think. Oh, so Punisher. Too. Yeah, I, I. I liked it better than Defenders. To be honest, I liked with you. it better. Um, I liked it better than. It goes Daredevil season one, Punisher, Jessica Jones, and wow, like they're, and they're very really. You, 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 don't have, shows. you don't. You don't have season two higher than that. Daredevil season two. That um, was so good. I did not like the second half of season two uh, with Electra. Yeah, mm. well, that's okay. that is a totally fair point. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But you know what I'm what I am digging? Mm. The Runaways. Yes, it is. It's phenomenal. Great. I think it's. So I hear good, good things. It's I not good. Yeah, it's, it's really great. good. Yeah, I, I hear good Fun. things. You will I love it, Carrie. I'm sure. Uh, stack it up against the Gifted. We haven't seen. That. I haven't watched the Gifted. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm watching. I, I, I watch both. Because okay. I don't have Hulu. I watch so both. They're both different. Yeah. Tell us, Jay. Gifted. There's more of a sense of urgency. And Runaways, there's more. There's more storytelling. Yeah, oh, okay. Lee called yeah. it a long. See, I'd rather have. He's right. Yeah, yeah. Long, I'd rather have that. I'd rather yeah. have storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get it. The gifted, you clearly know. Like, fuck, shit is happening. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, they they. You know, I'm not going to say which one, but they killed a major character on the last episode yeah. I watched. Yeah. You know, on the gifted. Oh, yeah. They're not fucking around. Yeah, no, that fucking, wouldn't that wouldn't happen. You know, in every episode is a sense of urgency. You don't know what's going to happen. The Runaways, you want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you like. Okay, I, I want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. No. There, uh, Carrie, there's six episodes in on the Runaways, and there's some of the kids I don't know what they can do yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. It's a real slow burn. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, I gotta. Yeah. All right, I gotta You'll sign up. It. Is it Hulu? Is yeah, it? yeah. You'll get sucked in. All right, right I'll get signed up for it Hulu is then. Hulu, yeah. uh, get, let, dog, I got you. And then yeah. finally, a couple of things. Uh, Woody Harrelson, this Venom movie, it may <laughs> suck, but it's got a cast, and Woody Harrelson is in talks to join Tom Hardy. And Michelle Williams and Riz Ahmed. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's an Oscar cast. I know. <laughs> that, yeah. But this, and the reason that, that, that Harrelson is even taking the call is Ruben Fleischer, who directed uh, Zombieland. He's directing. Yeah. So uh, it's like, yeah. Some I, set okay. photos are leaking, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah, it so I just, cool. I just want to see this. And uh, they have confirmed that it will be loosely based on Venom Lethal Protector. So if you're a comic book nerd, you know, Yo, that, you know that story. Is, is that the Flash Thompson one? Yeah, I believe so. Oh well, if we're getting Flash Thompson Venom, fuck yeah! Like y'all, all right. Oh no, 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 it's Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. I'm sorry. Fuck. Eddie Brock. Never mind. All right, sorry. We're fucked. <laughs> wow, you but I think it's but I think it's Eddie Brock. They may combine the Eddie Brock and the Flash Thompson, you know, stuff. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with? Nope. Okay. Uh, not at all. For those who aren't familiar, may, may go I? ahead. Okay. Yeah. Like honestly, yes, I know Venom gets shit on a lot. You know, Eddie Brock is you know. The, Venom for me is Topher Grace. Exactly. Wow. He's jealous of mm-hmm. of Peter Parker being successful. There's Flash Thompson Venom, 
um, who, in my opinion, is my personal favorite because he is a he got his legs blown off in the war. Mm-hmm. Um, then he went to war, and, yeah. was, and so, but he was he was a badass in, the, in for his country. Yeah. And so, what they do is they have the symbiote bond with him for forty eight hours, um, and they send him on these like missions, these expendable type missions. You know, shit for, that the Punisher would take, that or Elektra or Deadpool, um, and that and that which ends up he ends up becoming a part of the uh, Thunderbolt story arc, which yeah. is a great. You got, you got Red Hulk as as the leader, Punisher, Elektra, Deadpool. And uh, that's when I started. Yeah, that's when I started liking Venom. Yeah, it was, it was in that Thunderbolt. It's title. blood every fucking page. Yeah. It's it's awesome, and um, I like that incarnation of Flash Thompson or uh, the Flash Thompson Venom. If that's what we're kind of going to get, I'm I'm all in. I think that's what you're going to get, but it will be Oof. the Eddie Brock character because Flash Thompson in the MCU and yeah. and with Fox because they agreed is the rotten little kid, you know, that right. picks on Peter in Homecoming. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure it'll be Eddie Brock, but I'll bet that they use those elements of him they, coming they, back from war and all yeah, of that. They got to they they do, do something because it, there's just so much. It made Venom really fucking cool. You guys want a good read? Read a, it's a trade. Uh, Venom, a Circle of Four, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, it's uh, those uh, Thunderbolt titles. Yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy for a bit. Uh-huh. Um, it's but, so good. Yeah. So, and Tom Hardy's the title character. He's, yes, oh, wow. he's he's and and Tom Hardy's more of a Flash Thompson Venom than he is an Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock. And then there's a third one. Was it Mark Cargan or something? I don't know. Fuck him. Those are gonna anyway. make some for some good interviews. Yeah, he's not oh. your best interviewee. <laughs> like for him to have to nerd out with comic book movies. But he can do dark though. Sure. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the Punisher series. Anyway, um, oh, that's good. I loved it. Finally, this back to the Last Jedi. We'll get to the rest of the episode the, uh, coming up here. The episode is called uh, Part of the Problem. It's the name of the episode. We'll get to it in a moment. <laughs> what was we'll that about? It. I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, everyone wants to know what George Lucas thought. Oh, yeah. Of the last you know, actually, that thought didn't even cross my mind. It I, didn't? It didn't. No. It didn't Same here. Saw. Fuck that guy. Well, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say fuck him. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It just <laughs> felt good to say it, though. Here's, here's the, the story. It's from The Hollywood Reporter. George Lucas has seen The Last Jedi, the Star Wars creator. Screened the film, and through a rep for Lucas, Connie Wethington, George thought, this is not George, it's through a representative, yeah. through a spokesperson. George thought it was beautifully made, <laughs> and speaking with director Ryan Johnson after the viewing was complimentary. Okay. That's all the wow. statement said. That is what they call damning with faint praise. That, that is damning. He is a he is a fucking robot. Anyway, <laughs> he is. That was nothing but a compliment. Uh, I was uh, complimentary. I thought it. Uh, uh, what was the words? Uh, it's uh, beautifully made. Yeah. I had my issues with that movie, but it's still that shit was magnificent. Of was. course, I, I mean, fucking I. I the only reason yeah. you want to pick it apart as much as you have is because you love it so much. It's the yeah. whole the whole world, you know. It's worth I digging into. Yeah. It's mm. worth digging. Resurrecting into. Han Solo was a tough choice, though. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but it was a choice. Uh, all right. Anything else before we get back to the episode? Uh, um, part of the problem. I do. Part of the problem. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Jesus. Oh, man. We, um, I do want to. We kind of briefly glossed over Punisher, but I will say this. Uh, it's interesting that, that that show came out during Veterans Day, like Veterans Day weekend. You know, oh, and yeah. uh, go like for any any 
members of the service, go watch that. It, 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 well, I was worried about that because I was, as I was watching it, it's I thought, triggering as fuck. I thought my, that's what I was worried about with you. It is triggering. I, I thought it, if Jay's watching this, that's got to be bringing some shit. Oh, it know? did, and it did, but it's but it was it it touches on that shit in a in in a different way, and you get to see. Uh, God, I, I, I want to—I forget his name, but there, there's the the beating heart of that fucking show was uh, Lewis. Um, oh, the 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 counselor guy, the one with, the one with no, no, one no. leg, the, no. the, the 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 little white kid. Oh, the rotten kid. Yes. Oh, he's the beating oh. heart of that shit, and you get a chance to actually like for those who explain they they touch on gun control in the show. Oh yeah, they the touch one that on digs P- the foxhole in his backyard. Yeah, they touch on yeah. PTSD on the oh. show, and they show yeah. you can actually say, "Wow, there is a difference between the Punisher." And some uh, mm-hmm. and, and and this guy, and it's it's actually really fucking interesting because there's they're 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 both veterans, yeah. both suffering from PTSD, but completely different sides of the spectrum. Yeah, and it was it was very interesting to see how they how they made that. But um, and then I just I really I forget his name, but gosh, I, I really loved his performance because I felt like he was the beating heart of that show. Everything was was set, was set in motion. That was a nice little subplot. I don't know. So, do do you feel like it was? I mean, respectful is not the right word, but do you feel like it was honest and unflinching the way they depicted all that? I agree. Yes, I would definitely agree because we all, uh, if you've been in, if you've been in the military long enough, you will know that there are people that are just moving you around like chess pieces, and it, it, I mean that's the harsh reality. And uh, the big, I won't say he's the big bad, but the big mind fuck of of the bad is mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah, it it, it it definitely made you feel small, but I still was grateful, you know, for for that for that for that whole show, and so. But I, I don't know. Anyways, it's not for kids. It's incredible. No, so not, not for kids. Incredibly just violent. It, it's because Incredible. it says more. I say that with these Netflix all the time. These are not for kids. Don't let your kids watch them. Yeah. My my wife has been all in on the Netflix Marvel stuff, and she's she's given herself time to get ready for this one. Yeah, because I've, I told her how violent it is. I've never seen so much corn syrup in my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ! I was just, ah ah. Yeah. And and you're just like, how could he possibly still be alive? I know. Uh. You know. <laughs> Well, he, think about the he beatings goes, he's taken. I mean, oh, he goes, Wilson Fisk beats his ass oh, in, in he, Daredevil. You just wait. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway. But it's, it's, it's visceral. It, it is. is. It's it a is. fucking visceral movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, uh, gentlemen. Let's get back uh, to the episode Part of the Problem after a message or two. Please to enjoy. Come see my shows. Oh, you have, wait, you have shows? <laughs> no, that, I mean, like, yeah, just, just it's on the shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's right. on the shit. Yeah, just come right. see him. Okay. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request. Or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. 
Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Had enough yet? Non-stop shopping store to store? Looking for that something special for your dearest and craziest friends? Are you through scouring the internet for that one item? Meant to bring joy and a little look of acknowledgement from your best bud? I have a better idea. Step away from the computer. Don't even think about looking for parking at your favorite mega mall. Head to Cabin Fever, located in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Since it started in 1982, Cabin Fever has been serving the Wasatch Front everything you and your friends could wish for in a gift store. From movie and TV lunchboxes, puzzles, tin signs, playing cards and action figures, and all of your wrapping and greeting card needs as well. Plus, Cabin Fever also carries a great deal of nostalgia items perfectly fit for those of us in the wiser with age category, like the original Ouija board, clackers, retro candy, and world's smallest video games like Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Galaga, Space Invaders, my childhood favorites, Gumby and Pokey, and of course, you guessed it, Mr. Bill. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says hey. Satisfying all of your holiday needs since 1982, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a holiday greeting card store. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and dad-ass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. When you're out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. Made from the award-winning triple-distilled gluten-free Kid Curry Vodka. Available now in Utah State Liquor Stores for just $16.99. Perfect for the holiday season. Mixes great with eggnog, hot cider, Coke, White Russians, or simply as a chilled shot. That's how I like it. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. All right, let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in the month of December. Let's see now. He's doing his weekly sales. And uh, it looks like the 10th through the 16th of December, all graphic novels are 20% off. Great stocking stuffers. 17th through the 31st, everything in the store is 20% off. So there you go. Also, some of the titles that you'll be seeing uh, in Dr. Volt's comic connection. Return of the Phoenix. Years ago, Jean Grey died in the X-Men mourned her. Since then, the world has changed. Her teammates have lived without her and died without her. And... Now, when strange events start happening all over the world, those teammates can only come to one conclusion. The one true Jean Grey is back. Also, Marvel 2-in-1. Something is very wrong with the Human Torch, and only the Thing can help him. It's the Marvel Universe reunion you've all been waiting for. Well, half of it, anyway, at least. And Batman Turtles 2, the team behind the Smash Hit crossover series, is back to reunite the Dark Knight with the heroes in a half shell. When Donatello goes looking for a new mentor to help him improve his fighting skills, he opens a doorway to another reality, hoping to summon the Turtles' one-time ally, Batman. But instead, 
He gets sent to Gotham City and someone else comes through the open, open porthole. Yes, Donatello, it is I, Bane. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Woo! All right. This is the part of the program where you, the Geek Show podcast listener, asks us, the Geek Show podcast people. Not me, probably. Well, you can weigh in. Okay. Questions. <laughs> You're here now. Questions. Uh, sometimes we get questions, and then we answer them. That doesn't uh, work. That's good. Cool. No, 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 no. That's Holy gold. shit. That's gold. That's I thought gold. it was pretty good. All right, so uh, I'm going to read these questions. Hold on. Lee will read the questions. Let me put on my... Then we'll answer them. Let me put on my spectacles. Are those, are, those your, are those your reading glasses? Uh, these are actually my seeing glasses. Okay. <laughs> my reading glasses are at home. Are they uh, progressives? No, no, they're not. I'm wearing bifocal progressives, man. Yeah. I'm old as fuck. That, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe wants to know, best TV theme song. My vote goes to Fall Guy. Song by the lead, self Rentrell Tells you everything you need to know about the show. Oh. I kind of agree does with that, this guy. Does that matter? Does it? Does it have to? It's not just, just what show? You, no, just that's his vote. That's his thing. That's he weighing, what was about he's weighing in. Uh, best TV theme song. Fall guy. He best said. TV oh, theme guy. song. Yeah. Um, Greatest American Hero. That's a good one. Well, that's a. I love that song. Okay. Um, God, I'm thinking like shitty '90s ones. I think Bill Bixby's well, The Magician. <laughs> even I mean, just even songs. I, I keep thinking ones with words, but with, just music wise, Knight Rider. Okay. I think it's one of the greatest fucking yeah. theme songs. Buster Rhymes and Timbaland sample. The A-team. Yeah, yeah. The A-team. A-team's a great one. Yeah. But it also it also it sets it up. It sets it up with uh, you know they're they're a crack paramilitary team, kind of like. Well, is that the theme or just the narration over the that's theme? The but that's the narration. Yeah. But it's still part of the theme. Yeah, I right? guess you. You're it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the Incredible Hulk theme. It tells you what the show's about, and then the Doctor David or Bruce Banner, yeah. David Banner, because Bruce is is Bruce is a gay name gay. in the seventies. It's a gay name. <laughs> we don't call him Bruce because everybody will think he's all about some other sort of Hulk. It's true. You guys, we don't want the uh, the people thinking the Hulk is gay. Well, if 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 we're doing the descriptive theme song. Gil- wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. That's huh? really what happened? Yeah, they changed the name. Because I was always wondering why it was David to, to yeah. Bruce. Because oh, yeah. Bruce is gay. Because in the 70s, that was like a, a kind of a, a code word for, for someone being gay. Like what a Bruce. I mean, if you watch old Johnny Carson monologues, he'd always... You know, he'd do the gay jokes, as, and then there were two guys there named Bruce. You know, and he'd, that's that, that's yeah. where you knew he was going. We, so we, we really, really, yeah. The producer said we're not calling him Bruce Banner. Yeah, we're going to be, call him David. Yeah, David Bruce Banner. Yep. And the only reason why they even threw the Bruce in there was to tie it into the Marvel comic. Yeah, the headstone. Yeah. It was on the headstone. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing well, how far des- we've come. Okay, descriptive TV theme songs. I mean, there is. I don't think there's any more than the two biggies, which would be Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Because <laughs> that spells out what's L- happening literally. there. I think I know what your second is. And the Brady Bunch. No, there's one other one. Because the Brady Bunch. Well, the Brady Bunch is pretty Yeah, what's, what's the one you're thinking? Um, Small Wonder? Nah, man. <laughs> Family Matters, dog. <laughs> this is the theme 
theme to Larry's show. Oh, the, the Gary, Gary, Gary Shandling show. The Gary this Shandling is the theme show to Gary's Gary show. show. This is the theme. Gary called me up and asked, asked me, me to write his theme song. song. <laughs> what do you think? I'm almost finished. How do you like it so, so far? Who this is the theme to Gary Shandling show. Yeah. Who fucking wrote that? Randy Newman? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like. I said, honestly, oh, I, that's um, what I thought. All right. Uh, uh, so, but I, I, I will say uh, uh, Batman 66. Batman 66? Yeah. Two ones that make me smile immediately. And I mean, one's only a few fucking notes. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Just a few bass lines. And then Kirby Enthusiasms. Oh. Right when he goes, dun, dun, dun. I'm just like, oh, shit. And the story behind that theme is... Because that's the, an old song. No, it's it, it's an old jingle from a bank. Oh, shit. From like the 60s or 70s that Larry remembered. <laughs> and he said, it's it's an old bank jingle. It was the music that was played under the commercial for the bank, and that's what I want. I want that God. music. And they were able to find it, and wow. I think they got it for next next to nothing. Of course. Well, 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 if they bought it for something, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah, come on, the, the original Star Trek. Classic. Yeah. Oh, I know when it's another uh, tells the story. Duke's a hazard. Oh, ah, yes, it does. Yeah, Merle Haggard. <laughs> don't Merle forget, Haggard. don't forget Beverly Hillbillies. In yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, yeah. all those, all of those. Uh, what was the what was the name of the producer that did all those fucking shows? Green in the Acres. 60s? Um, Something Sherwood. Sherman Schwartz. Sherwood Schwartz. Schwartz. Sherman Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. yeah, every every single one of those had a, a singing uh, Green Acres. It's uh, what's the premise? Mm-hmm. I got two that don't have words, but you know right where you are when you hear them. X Files. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And modern day, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Sure. sure. I mean, you yeah. know, you know right well, where uh, you Portlandia. Are. I mean, Bob's yeah, Portlandia has a theme that's it's still a hit on indie channels, and yeah. whenever it comes on, people start screaming, "Ah, oh, Portlandia!" It's yeah. like, well, it's actually a hit in its own right. But some of it's yeah. just. Uh, almost got a choir going, but it's the the first three seconds of The Simpsons. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's classic. The thing. cloud yeah. scene. Yep. Uh, yeah. Theoretical. This is from uh, Chris. Theoretical crossover question. It's an ongoing debate. We're going to help settle the debate between Chris and his wife. All right. Uh, given the deteriorated brain activity in a zombie, could Professor X control the brains of a zombie? And if yes, to what degree? <laughs> these these are the questions you that, think about on the, a rainy day. that we Hold get on. asked. <laughs> Let me see this question. You don't need to see it. No, I just need to see who asked. Which Chris asked? Yeah, his name's Chris. Last name? I knew it. I fucking yeah. knew it. <laughs> okay, well, Jay knew it. I've hung out with this dude. He's good. He's okay. funny. So yeah. It, All right. So the, the deteriorated brain activity of a zombie could Professor X control them? No. In my opinion, no, as well, because there's no upper yes, brain activity. Exactly. And that's what you need to control. Yes. They are nothing but beasts. They are like beasts in the field. <laughs> oh, you sound like the GOP. Oh. Oh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it'd so be, that's it'd be hard to tell, anyways, because most of all of their activity is deteriorated. They don't really do anything well. So how would you know yeah, if so he was we, controlling so them? Well, apparently, their teeth don't deteriorate. So that's a good point. They eat. Wait, well. but if zombies eat brains and then that's that's true. You know what I mean? You like are what you eat. Uh, it also depends on whether or not you're doing the Night of the Living Dead or right. Return of the Living Dead zombies, mm-hmm. because in Return of the Living Dead, you can keep some active yeah. activity going by eating fresh brains. Uh-huh. In which case, Professor Xavier could control you. Well, and then there's the whole. Is the digestive system even processing what they're eating? And the answer probably is no, because yeah, I don't yeah. think they're taking shits. Actually, yeah. the big... You know? They're the, not carving sharks? They're not carving sharks. <laughs> it, all, it honestly <laughs> depends on this one thing, if Cerebro got the latest software update. And then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to factor that. Ricky, yeah. Ricky works at the Riverdale Target, wants to know if Shannon can stop in. Just to say hi. Hey, uh, stop by. Uh, go to GoFundMe. Yeah. So I can stop by her Target. <laughs> Get okay. Shannon drunk uh, at Target. Valid, valid question from Jonathan. Should loot boxes in games, such as the ones in Overwatch, be considered gambling? 
Yeah, I, saw, I read an article about this today. Well, uh, it's a big deal in Britain right yeah, now, too. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a I, huge I deal. There's, there's states that are actually suing yeah. EA yeah. Because, of because of Battlefront. Because of Battlefront. Yeah. Wait, what so a clusterfuck there. What a, uh, what, a, what a fun, nice game that they managed to ruin by since being greedy. Since the Why loot boxes every, so, are random and you have to sort of grind the game to increase your chances of getting good stuff, they consider it gambling. Or, uh, or you can pay for You them. can buy them, right. There's um, yeah. microtransactions. As a non-gamer. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody so pissed off about the new uh, Star Wars game? Uh, because they kind of they they pulled all this shit last year with the first game, and it's it's very much play to win in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. if you buy enough loot boxes, you can get really yep. good performative gear yeah. that that gives you an advantage in the game over the other players. Yeah. Right. Whereas in Overwatch, all of your gear is cosmetic. There's there's no performative bonus to anything you it can. Just unlock. makes your character look right. Pretty. You can just oh cool, I got a good I got a good dragon skin for uh, yeah. for May, so that's great. So that's not gambling because it doesn't give you an edge up in the game. But I do think that in the case of of like EA, EA is kind of a fuckhead of a company anyway. Yep. Uh, well, I've, seen, I've just seen all these memes over like the because, last like two weeks because it's about been fuck EA. Here's the thing, man. EA EA put a game that it's it's much better than the first one yep. from a year ago. But you do have so many paywalls that you hit immediately, and they're just like the first time you get taken out by a guy who's got a high end sniper rifle that you know he got in a loot box. You can get the loot box for free for playing, but he bought a hundred bucks worth. Right, and he's doing walkthrough videos on YouTube that he's getting paid for being an asshole to you on. So it's not mm-hmm. like you know, it's not like he parted with his hard earned money. He parted with video game money to do that. No, yeah. it gets aggravating. So I can see people getting mad, and it's also just that you know the 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 actual campaign game is really cool, but it's. Five to nine hours, depending mm-hmm. on how you play it. Twelve for me. But how is it considered gambling? Because I, you're not giving them yet. money for the chance of getting something. Right. You don't know yeah. what but you're buying. But Periodic it's, reward. Here, but it's but it's not. But here's the thing. You're not winning money. Here's the thing. Is it's it's the the rich kid can just go on there and just buy all the fucking loot boxes to I believe the number is like uh, two thousand one hundred dollars to buy the whole everything. damn thing. Yeah. You get that means you get everything. That's that's how much it would cost. So you get a uh, you get a poor kid who's getting fucked over, you know, tax bill. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. He won't be able to get those things. He's got to sit there and, and or like nickel and dime his way to get to to get some gear. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, just it's, like real no. life. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah I mean, just like, like real life. Yeah. The, I'm totally the best with... tweet I saw was I missed cheat codes. Now the cheat code is Money. your credit card. It's yeah. your credit card. Absolutely, it's, a, it's fucking bullshit. Well, it's totally yeah. bullshit because you got a guy who's you know like he's either a professional gamer or it's, you know you know. You know, we play and we have bank accounts, or you have a 15 year old who's not, you know, what's he gonna do? Steal his dad's credit card and go to some places, yes. Probably. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I'm, I'm but, still not seeing how it's gambling. But not on question, I'm not asking about your gambling because I'm kind of curious about this too because you're saying you're paying for something that you don't know what you're getting, right? Right. What about those like mystery boxes that you buy at Dr. Volt's? Like, you know, you got them those little toys and stuff. You yeah. don't know yeah. what you're getting. It's, it's the same it's, theory. It's, it's like somewhat, periodic, yeah. it's pe- periodic reward. Yeah. yeah. So is that gambling too? I think, it, I think well, that's it, what they've based like. Facebook and yeah. like, well, every, like I, I don't really think it's gambling. I think no. that's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a shitty way it, of business. It is, it is predatory. It's shitty, yeah. And, and I would I bet most gam- most gamers don't think it's gambling either. No. They think it's bullshit. But, but, but I look at it I, gambling. Again, it goes back to Overwatch with me is is uh the reason why they put a loot box out there that you can buy instead of just earning, which you can't earn, you for every hour of game played you yeah. get loot boxes. Um it makes sense for a game that costs hundreds of millions to develop that you spent 60 bucks for. But you know what? A lot of these video games make more money than big budget blockbuster movies. Yeah, of course. I I think Battlefront 2 probably made hundreds of millions of dollars already. I I bet they're dodging the gambling aspect of it because if you ever look at, like, I want to say, when McDonald's used to do, like, the Monopoly game, 
like that. And so you have to go buy French fries to, to get in. So technically right. that's kind of well, part of gambling. But if you look at the fine print, it says yeah. you can ride in and we'll send you a stuff Yeah, we'll send free. you a free one. So that's it will be and free. And that's, so, that's how you get away from it not being a lottery. So if yeah. you're right. saying that oh, you can get a loot, break, loot box for free. You can by playing. Then I you, think you, that's you, I think you that's, can earn them the slow that's, that's that that is it's the still a shitty thing. With it. Yeah, yeah. See, they're they're not going to be able to use gambling. They're not. To, they're not. To but it's that. it's a uh, it is it is a performative bonus that I think is kind of bullshit. It so, is. It's um, it's a shitty practice. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's and not that's gambling. and that's EA yeah. everywhere. And that's what's sad about it is EA. I think it's sad that people are going after the developers. And no. they get pissed with the developers. The developers are just the mooks that put the game they're, together. They're told to do this. They're not the fucking suits that said, oh, we need put to make sure that we make this yeah. super profitable. They're not the ones so. who said, the second, I have an idea. Well, the second they say no, yeah. they go, okay, get out. Doug, you get in. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, someone's right behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the they're clamoring to get in and there. Guess, yeah. guess yeah. Another day, you another a, Doug. You have a DNA that says that you can't fucking say a word about internal practices. Exactly. So you can't leave that job and say why and you even left. So the only way to combat this is don't buy the goddamn game. And I know you're going to buy the goddamn game. Well, I, I bought it. I won't be paying any fucking yeah. I won't. Because I haven't even played the multiplayer. I've just been playing the campaign, which yeah. I think is great. The campaign's but, uh, great, and arcade mode is phenomenal. Well, the other thing, too, is because nine times when I play a, a multiplayer game, it's me and Counts and yeah. our buddy, you know, Mess, and sometimes some other friends. Yeah. And, you know, because I don't want to deal with the fucking other people. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just do it in a closed Exactly. Closed do a private circuit. room. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all all the AAA games have microtransactions. Yeah. All of them do. And if they would just limit it to cosmetic shit and, yep. not, yes. and yep. not have it be competitive yep. bonus, nobody yeah. would say a word. Yep. No, there's nobody the, would the, say the, a word. I agree. The Neverwinter game. It's a, it's a, a fun little D&D game. And it's all cosmetic. Uh, I think the only thing that's non-cosmetic is you can buy mounts that are faster. That's not giving me an edge up right. in yeah. anything but getting across the fucking landscape faster. Yeah. Alex wants to know if uh, you could uh, do two adult-themed Cartoon characters like Archie, Rick, and Morty. Uh, cartoon characters meet and have a fight <laughs> that have never met before. Who would it be and why? Adult themed. Yeah, not not kid show stuff. Okay, and only animated or like uh, fist fight. So, Seems to have specified uh, cartoon characters. Mm, okay. Um, Space Ghost versus Harvey Birdman. <laughs> I got mine. Uh, I like. I'd watch. Yeah, it. I'd, wa- I'd seriously watch that. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty versus the Aqua Teens. Oh, I want, God, I'd like to watch those Aqua Teens fucking die. Fuck hey, shut show. up. That's my favorite show. I know show. you fucking, but if, I think it fucking You sucks. can't just use Rick show. as an assassin to kill shows you don't like. That's well, not what the question is. I mean, is. that's kind of what he does. <laughs> I know he does. Right? He does. I, hey, look, I would look, take, look, at uh, these, look at these fucking guys. Are, it's a fucking happy meal. <laughs> you know, I just love to see that. I, I would take uh, Fr- Fritz the Cat versus Jessica Rabbit. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Wow. So one of them would fuck each other to death? Could happen, or they might fight. I don't know. We'll just see where the animation takes us. <laughs> Fritz would try to get there, most likely. I yeah, think because like you know what Fritz, you know what Fritz always cartoons. says: "You over there, you over there, and you over there." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I can't think of any like adult themes. The first, know, the first fight thing. that came to mind was Captain Planet versus the Ambiguously Gay Duo. So mm. uh, you're halfway I'll there. Take that. Mm. Captain Planet wasn't adult themed, though. I know he wasn't. There's a lot of teenage. But a, teenage you didn't kid. see the Don Cheadle one? Yeah, that one's funny. I'll have him. Animated version of him. Uh, All right, next. Shane wants to know why Thanos is a different color. Then, because it is. Because he's Michael Jackson. I tweeted this the other day. He's Michael Jackson. He lighted. He lighted. He's lighted his skin. He's only wears one glove. He's Michael Jackson. Here's my guess. They did a test. (laughs) He wears one glove. It's Michael Jackson. It's fucking Michael Jackson. Uh, My guess is they did a test with him, looking dark purple. He looked like shit. 
and they decided to lighten it up. That exactly. would be my guess. Yeah, to make it more marketable. And uh, because also, the, he'll come out with a baby form. There'll be a baby Thanos and be very Shut marketable. F- I think. Are- I think when he was purple, every you know, in a darkly lit room, all you could see was his teeth. Yeah, nobody and wants so. to see Cap fight Grimace. I don't. I, this is what you're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> that question came from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was an internet question. Okay, okay. all right. No, and, I mean uh, capital T, capital I. Stuart, no. internet. Stuart says, hello, heroes. Wishing you all peaceful and awesome holidays, and thanks for everything you do to help me get through mine. Thank you, Stuart. Thank, Thank you, Stuart. Our Is that Mongo? Uh, yeah, that's Mongo. Steve, What's up? Steve wants to know what your favorite things are to do at a con. Drink. Nap. Yeah. I nap. Sell art. Honestly. Yeah, that's it's very specialized. <laughs> uh, I, no, honestly, I people watch. Yeah. I love looking at like people's like creative ideas with costumes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And like there's you always see your basic Ghostbuster or something like that where like, but then there's one person who'll walk by like Mr. Pooby Butthole and you're like, yeah. You yes. got it. Like you you fucking won this one. Like that, you know. I like I, watching the uh the little kids who come dressed up. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing Don't say you like to stare at little kids. It's no, weird. the cosplayers <laughs> that are all, you know, have worked on their costumes and look like the they've stepped out of that movie or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Watching the little kids react to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite thing. See, I there's three like things that I like with costumes though. There's the obscure, that's like the reference that only a few people are going to get, but you're like right. if you get it, you get it. Then there's the people who did it themselves. Like there's that guy that you interviewed in the walk around con who did the Batman suit, mm-hmm. who built it himself like that. And right. it looked pretty damn good, but you know, it's like perfect. So but I still, I appreciate the, mm-hmm. you know, the imagination. And there's people who just throw a fucking wad of cash at it. And it looks like identical to the movie. And you're like, you fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think cosplay is my favorite thing now. Cause unfortunately what the thing with a con is that you can go to a con in, and some people might disagree with me. But you can go to a con in Vegas. You can go to a con in Denver. You can go to a con in San Diego. You can go to one in Salt Lake City. They're all the fucking same con. I mean, it's the same oh, vendors. Do the travel. Yeah. Uh, chances are there's the same people. Oh no, it's a but, traveling circus. Okay. Yeah, but the cosplay tends to be different. Mm-hmm. And you see some. You see some amazing work gone out there. Uh, first time, and I, I know Jay will agree with me on this. The first time I saw a Roadhog, just walking walking around, <laughs> and you know, dude, six and a half feet tall, and and uh, Roadhog's a character, a, a plus size gentleman can play. Comfortably, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Nice that yeah. that took some work, and also a little a little a little daring for dudes larger dudes to walk around without." But their it's shirts dope on. though, like yeah. But that's the that's the fun part about well, that's why I love Overwatch, and that's what I love about love cosplay so damn yeah. so damn much is you can um, you can do the shit. My favorite thing is just the uh, the brother and sisterhood of it all. Well, yep. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I think it's just so cool that so many. Like like-minded people all together in yeah, one yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when I went to the left-handed store. I was talking about this while reading. A bunch of left-handed people all going, "Hello." <laughs> Do y'all shake with so, left hands? Oh, we were just like, "It's I so am you hard, and you huh?" Me. I, I used to say it was the the panel programming because the first three or four years that I did panels, I thought that was amazing. And uh, but I've noticed, and it's not just Salt Lake; it's it's all cons. They have a tendency to uh, bring in people that are not entertaining for panels, and yeah. that that crashes the subject faster than just about anything. Yeah, and so that that can be really unfortunate. I, mean, I, ex- I like moderating too. Yeah, I experience cons very differently than you guys do because I'm never, you know, I'm I'm never part of it. I'm only there just as a spectator. And the the vendor floor, just seeing what these artists do, is. Yeah. Unbelievable, and you got to walk into the farthest corners of that place. Too. That's where you find the good shit. That's where you find the really and good the weird stuff. shit. It's really amazing. Uh, Dan wants to know. Oh. Sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I gave my quick answer, which was drinking. But, but I mean, uh, in all honesty, uh, it's the, my favorite is Artist Alley to just walk down Artist Alley and just see. 
the visual because that's where it all fucking starts. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. really where it's it starts and like where every all these crazy ideas start to come to life. And then uh, it, it's and this is you know I don't say this as a brag. It's just, I I I definitely consider it a privilege, but it's just like it. There's nothing better than going out in front of in that in that ballroom and just hearing literally hundreds and probably thousands no, sometimes thousands. yeah thousands of people getting excited for someone that you're about to bring out and it's 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 an as an as a performer it's it, for me it's like it's mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's Viagra for me. Let, that being said, our live geek shows yeah. that we do. Yeah, the yeah, live geek sure. shows. Oh, yeah. that's like that's fuel for the that's, fire. That's I mean, the yeah. best. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's, that's what part. we like to do yeah. at a con. I think the question might be what you know what can a what can a what can a muggle do at a con? Well, because well, no, we're magical wizards. We're, for you, but I agree I'm with you 100. It's a traveling circus, but it is artist alley that you will find different yeah. people out there because you see all these people selling pop figures and selling shit, you know, cups yeah. and mugs that'll fade off in your fucking dishwasher in a week. You know, like it's just like, but it's where you find. Somebody who put their heart and soul into something, and you're like, "That's fucking." Well, the perfect like example is that uh, like super, that super emo friends. Yeah, like I've when got I, like eight of his pictures. I think I've got about house. five or six. Yeah, it's 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 interesting with Artist Alley because about seventy percent of it's crap, and that's I still I I, I admire man. I mean, it takes balls to yeah, put your shit out on the table. Anybody who's anybody who's got training, you're looking at seventy percent UE Bowl movies, and yeah. uh, and that's the truth of it. But it does take some intestinal fortitude to get out there and vent. Yeah, but when I find the thirty percent that are that are amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when I when I see Danny Powers at the con, and I'm like, I would have loved to have if I hadn't known her before I saw her art. Yeah. I, I would have just been completely gobsmacked by it. So I remember when she was learning how to draw. So yeah, funny. yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> she, she's she's one of the she's she one of the best it. raw talents out there. So yeah, she's great yeah. and with training. Um, Next question. All right, uh, Dan wants to know uh, how about last Thursday's Orville. I remember Jay's <sighs> criticisms. The show seems to have done a lot more towards giving backstory and future direction for the. John we talked Lamar about this while you were gone. Yeah. Did you watch this week? Yeah, I did watch uh, with uh, was that Lamar where he, he's smarter than yep. yeah, okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah meh it it, it still it, to me it just feels like another uh, it feels like another pandering talented black youth is actually hiding his abilities and but I don't know <laughs> to me it just, I was like I've seen this shit before but it, uh, so then let me ask the question so they can't win what with do you want that kind I, don't of, yeah. I don't know just like something give me like a Lawrence Fishburne type character somebody who's already a sta- I don't know it just it seemed to me like this this where where we like get, Matrix Lawrence Fishburne or Blackish? I don't know, just something. <laughs> I, just where he's already established. I don't know. Cutters. We've seen this narrative so many times before. We're like, oh, he's he's a diamond in the rough. Black youth is so talented and got the aptitude and smart. We've seen this fucking movie. Matthew Perry's probably started starred in it. <laughs> it's just fuck. It's just it's such a. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cool. I thought they like, addressed your issue with them. I, exactly, but it was like I just <laughs> wish they would have did it in a way that wasn't played out. It's, I've seen it so many times. I felt like I was watching Dangerous Minds. It was the spe- with Michelle Pfeiffer, and now that what he's gonna he's gonna teach the commander how to fucking tie a do rag, and then they fucking move and they dance. It's it's kind of it's kind of along the lines of what we're talking about with how CW is handling gay characters. There's they're they're just characters that happen to be gay, so. That, that they need to maybe trot out the character and, and make a spectacle of his of his of his uh, special ability I don't know. or not. I don't know. I just wish I just wish he was a smart brother from the from the, from the get go. That like well, he has been, but he's, yeah. But I mean, like if if he just he didn't want to show it. Here's but, how I took it: uh, smart dude, completely unmotivated. I'll give you that. Okay, I'll give you that. And now I've that. seen that. I've seen that in my occupation. I've seen that over. 
and over and over again. This is a smart person with no ambition and no stick to it. I, I'd also just say. And it was like, they, this was, and I didn't see it as, oh, look, the black guy's super smart. I saw it, it's like, oh, look, this person's super smart. And somebody's finally pushed them into, you must be ambitious. You have no choice. You must flourish it felt, right now. It felt like an episode of TGIF on ABC. <laughs> like, hang on, Mr. Cooper's done this episode before. Family Matters has done this episode. Martin, every fucking, uh, what you call it, Hardball with Keanu Reeves. I'm, it's the same, for me, it's the same shit. We've, sure. we've been spoon-fed this shit for a long time. So for me, like, I mean, like, I still enjoyed the episode, but I was like, all right, I've, I've seen this before. I know how this ends. What'd you think of his explanation? You know, growing up in a blue-collar colony <laughs> where, where smarts weren't cool. I mean. I don't know. It, to me, it just, it just, but I did like the other part. Part of the, of the story with the, the sub art with with Isaac and uh, which, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. So I mean, but like <laughs> other than that, I just feel like it's been done too many All times. Right. Next, all right, Dave wants to know. Uh, it's mostly a Jimmy question. Um, what makes a movie more of a failure? Ask the guy who made the room. He won. That guy's made so much fucking money. Yeah, he, he made won. his money back. Yeah, yeah he won. Uh, I mean, it's a number of things. It can go from the acting, you know, chemistry, you know, the chemistry between the actors. I've seen, you know, God, I've seen actors that have pulled out roles that were Oscar worthy, and then you turn around, and what comes to mind is Mar- uh, Mark Wahlberg. Watch The Departed, mm-hmm. fucking Oscar worthy. Flip it back, watch The Happening. He looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and, you know? Eddie Redmayne, same thing. So, Jupiter then, Ascending. Yeah, exactly. Um, the connection between the actors and the directors, because I, I think Mark Wahlberg. I, mean, I keep going back to him, but like he's an actor who needs a director that can direct him. So there's actors who can do it on their own. Right. There's actors who cannot do it on their own, but they can pull it out, you know, with the right connection and the right, you know, foundation. It can be set design. It can be, you know, not have enough money to make your special effects look good enough. You know, it can be everything that, you know, pull you. If it pulls you out of that movie, you know, the trick to the movie is to, you can see the effects, but it, once you, once you notice them, then you're like, I'm out of the movie. Right. So even if like, they're high quality. The new Planet of the Apes movies are perfect examples. I would, I never saw there, I never saw uh, you know never saw a fake apes. monkey nope right I, those yeah. were apes those were apes <laughs> they, they were not actors nope. they they were apes right. and they were real and they were that was not any circus on a horse they had emotion <laughs> and they yeah. were, it, just brilliant movies so I, I mean it's 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 kind of I mean this that's a question you could talk for hours about yeah it, but well I mean, I'll give you the short version Michael Bay mm-hmm. yeah oh, there you go oh, yeah Brett Ratner <laughs> uh, what's the guy who keeps saying Julie Bull so yeah it's a number of things make shit at twenty four frames Adam Sandler. All right, Uh, Aaron wants to know what are your geekiest bucket list items, and do you have some you can check off your list? Uh, For example, meeting Stanley. We checked that one off. Yeah, Yeah, check that one off. Um, I didn't. Right now, the first one that came to mind, just because it's in my bank account, Mm. is uh, because we have the Lee's birthday fund growing and growing. Oh yeah, you're doing a good job with that. Yeah, and so uh, (laughs) no, every week it goes in there. Yeah, and so uh, seeing that Star Wars land in. Disneyland and Disney World, that's one I want to check out. Uh, I would have to say just getting a lot of Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, for real, for real. Like, you mentioned bank account, and I've, I've kind of started researching the Bitcoin. Like, um, my cousin's really into it, so I don't know. That's just one thing that I would say. Is Isn't like, one Bitcoin like 10 grand yeah, or something like that? Yeah, 10 Gs. Well, I thought it was five. That went up dramatically. Yeah. So... 11, 11 now. now. Yeah, James mm-hmm. has 11. It's all, I mean, it, it, I was just having conversations with people yesterday. Bitcoin, it might go forward. Yeah. It might collapse. It might, yeah. Don't bust yourself 
trying to catch up with them. Right. Yeah. And I also, just, I've been just paying attention. All of you people watching the stock uh, stock market right now and screaming and yelling about how it's higher than it's ever been before, you got to realize that that's all speculative. This yeah. is not. This is not actual performance. It's not this based is, this is people yeah. who all of a sudden have the retirement nest eggs of the largest retirement generation this country has ever seen, and they're going hog wild. When this shit collapses, it's not going to be pretty. Anybody remember two thousand eight? I do. Yeah. It, Say it, what was the question? Like, oh yeah, they were talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. How many bitcoins do you want? Yeah. Was the question? Uh, bucket list. Geek bucket list. Bucket list. I'd I'd agree with your Star Wars land. Uh, I just I. I I want to live long enough to see these uh, these Marvel movies. Well, that's kind of where the, I'm at. Carrie. Yeah, but they're never yeah. going to stop. So that's the problem. Well, I mean, it's you like, know, the, the second, the next Avengers, yeah. uh, Infinity. They said that the they're second. they're pressing the reset button, yeah. and everything will change from there. Sure. I can Go make ahead. it to there. That would just be great. Well, it's um, like, I love <laughs> Captain Kennedy's thing. He's just like, you if you're living today, you will never see every Star Wars. I'm sorry to tell you that. That's <laughs> that's absolutely true. We're, we're far enough out, and. Um, I, I I think on uh, on uh, Agents of Shields, mm-hmm. I think that the Earth was destroyed in the Infinity War. Ooh. That's my big theory. That's why it looks all f- Cause like a fucked well, up. I don't want to say moon. anything because some people at the table haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Watch yeah. it. Thanks. I will. Right. I, will. Right. Yeah, I th- will. Thanks for giving me all of twenty four hours to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. It's right. three weeks. What's what's next? <laughs> Uh, That's one. true. <laughs> you want you want this to be the last question? Uh, it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll take a few minutes to answer. Okay, yeah, let's end. So on this. Uh, David says, if my math is right, this would be about the same episode as the fireside chat. Uh, no. Okay, so close enough though. <laughs> uh, what we got a week? Couple, couple weeks. Yeah. So like six months. Oh, good. It's almost Carrie so, makes no, me Friday. It, it should be the next week, I think. Uh, yeah, this is the twenty. Well, this is like the 18th. When so do next... I when do I do it on Christmas or New Year's? When do I do it? New Year's. I thought it's. Christmas. I always thought it was New Year's. Well, it's going to be Christmas or New Year's Day. It's usually Yom Kippur. (laughs) You do it. Okay. Okay. So, in that spirit, I want to say thank you for being a bright spot in this 2017. Question uh, is, what was your bright spot this year? Either geeky stuff like Wonder Woman or Thor Ragnarok or Mm. uh, Tom King's run on Batman or TV like Psychic the Movie uh, or, you know, in his case, he became an uncle. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Um, Thanks for everything you do every Monday morning listening to Geek Show. Uh, thank you. So big, big bright uh, spot in seventeen. Thank you. Geeky bright spot. Geeky bright spot. Uh, Two thousand seventeen. Guardians Volume Two. Okay. Uh, was uh, was wonderful. Uh, daddy issues is mm-hmm. why. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, let's see. Any any others? What what was? I it? love that we uh, geek bright what? spot for the year. Oh okay. Uh, I love that we got new Star Trek. Yeah. Yes. You know, uh, TV series. That and it's just been great. That I never thought that would happen. I I love, and it's probably been around for a while, but I'm I'm just now discovering it. But the resurgence of face to face interactions now, I see a lot of people that are actually kind of desperately needing to get back together with other human beings. So, for instance, I I found my my zen at my game store. Yeah, it's like I start I start looking forward to it because I want to have that physical interaction with mm-hmm. people. And then seeing the interaction that people are having on online communities where they're where they're building a community to to do cool things, and mm-hmm. I think it's in a direct reaction to uh, the the oppressiveness that we're kind of breathing day to day now, mm-hmm. where we're kind of wondering what the hell's going on and and feeling like we don't really have much control over the direction things are going. Uh, so that's been a bright spot for me. I, I hate to bring it to a dark spot while I bring up the bright spot, but I've, I've noticed that that yearning for this what we have here at this table yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. it seems to be picking up. Yeah. Um, oh, seeing Roger Waters uh, live was awesome. 
those uh, crab claws that I had in Santa Barbara. <laughs> I was going to say my crab that I on uh, in San Francisco on Hendry's Beach mm-hmm. at the boathouse. They were wonderful. Man, for me, is watching the Justice League uh, fight Superman. Oh my God, that scene was <laughs> that scene in that goddamn movie. You remember Jay? I was sitting right by. You remember yeah, that? That? Shit was funny. that shit was funny. I was, I was actually just, I, st- I was staring off at the space. When like, he cuts it. his that, eye over, Jay was yeah, like, that, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that, yeah, you're talking about the part where like Superman catches goddamn Flash out of the corner of his eye and, and Flash is like, oh, oh he can shit. see. Exactly. It. That's the part. That's but, I mean, think me. about think about this year and movies. I mean, movies yeah. are why I'm here. So this that's has the been thing. A great fucking think great about year. it. It started. Uh, it started don't you guys haven't even brought Lo- it up yet. Logan, yeah, Logan, yeah, see, yeah. Yeah. Logan, March. Blade Runner, the Marvel movies, yeah. Wonder Woman for God's Wonder Spider Man. That to me is one Rogue of the bright spots. One was of the year. in this year. I know. Yes. Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One was no. Rogue One was last year. Yeah, late last year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, a little movie that took me completely by surprise. Atomic Blonde. I had no idea. Baby Driver was fun. Baby Driver was good. I love both of those movies so much. Baby Driver. Atomic Blonde, I had no idea it would be as Thor yeah, Ragnarok. Was. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, the best Star Wars movie Disney's put out yet. <laughs> it's, it's been a great year for geek movies, and Jimmy and I were talking about our top ten list for the year. It's gonna, oh, yeah. Each of us are going to have at least four geek movies on that list. Mm-hmm. No. You can't that help doesn't it. happen every year. That does no. not and, happen every year. And it's just exciting to see where the culture's going, mm-hmm. because you know, then you see the trailer for Ready Player One, and you're like, Fuck. You, like you just want to like honestly, I just want to keep living so I can that's gonna, w- keep watching this shit. It's going to be interesting for for me with Ready Player One because uh, I love I've the noticed, book so much. Yeah. Well, and here's what's interesting about that book: I noticed guys my age that actually lived through the '80s, not quite feeling as nostalgic about <laughs> the stuff that's being portrayed in the book as you guys. Yeah, yeah the the, yeah. the guys that are 10, 15, 20 years oh, younger than us. So I read it and I'm like, yeah, we were there, but I think also we were there and the '80s were shit. Yeah, some, so of the, some of the stuff young people think was cool in the 80s was yeah. not. No, Because you the, guys were like reading this shit, doing duck and cover drills and bomb shelters. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you li- maybe. You, you li- well, but now everyone's back to our mindset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, you live through the Reagan decade, and you're not kind of going, you know, I, we haven't eaten in two days, but man, E.T. was great. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. No. I think uh, my answer is it's kind of it's where my career is. And, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, take, Taking over the junkets and... Uh, doing that kind of shit, and then the number one I think interview that of the year for me was Jackie Chan. Oh, really? I think that yeah. was just that was a good one. It was I, one of those ones like I just watched and admired that guy for my entire Dave life. Dave Franco killed it in that interview too. <laughs> there that was there are times in your, there are times in your life where you see a friend doing something that yeah, you yeah. know. Yep. Just just blew their own mind. Yep. Yeah. And you just kind of sit back and go, yeah, yeah, you did it. You done did it. I, yeah, I, I get to ride this guy's coattails once a week, and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, man. Uh, thank you. Well, there we go. Do uh, you have uh, Blu-rays? or? Should uh, we just... Well, I think I can do a movie, maybe. Oh, yeah, you want to uh, do I, a movie? I, I can do video games. Jump in. If, if you want. Um, the original... Uh, Don't the say original, Halo 1. Uh, Halo, <laughs> Halo 2 is that, it's still out. It's not, it's not easy to play anymore, though, because most of the computers are too um, evolved to yeah. play it. Uh, also, um, oh, uh, Dynasty Warrior. That's a good game. <laughs> All right. Dynasty Warrior from PlayStation 2? Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Right, good I one. like that game. All right. I, I really like that Jimmy. one. Jimmy. So oh. The Sims. The Sims, if you want to like make a family, that's cool. I'll just do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, <laughs> I may have jumped the gun. I think I may have said it last week, but uh, maybe we can review it. But anyway, if I didn't, uh, The Greatest Showman comes out. We'll review that in Broken News. Same thing with Jumaji, which I'm actually really excited about. Me too. Uh, in the, we'll re- we will review uh, The Darkest Hour in Broken News. Mm-hmm. The one I can review because I've seen it already, uh, Downsizing. This is um, uh, Matt Damon, 
And what was the director of elections? Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. Alexander. He did the the Descendants. He's the one who found Shay- Shaylee Woodley, and she's a girl who could cry underwater. So if huh? you've seen this, huh? if you've seen no, the it's, preview, it's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If uh, now look where she is, she's fantastic. <laughs> um. So downsizing. So if you've seen the preview for it, it's a brilliant concept. Basically, what it is is that this, these scientists figured out a way to miniaturize your body to about this, you know, maybe a couple inches tall, maybe not even that. And then what you can do is all your money that is in your, you know, bank account here transfers. So if you have like say a hundred thousand dollars here, it will transfer to like twelve million down there because it's cheaper to live. Cheaper to live. Product, you know, you're, things are tiny. You're how? using you're using less fuel. Yep. You're eating less food. Eating less, well, they like they brought you they, know they tested it with like twelve, uh, you know, volunteers, and they brought them out, and they're all tiny in this you know this presentation, and they bring out this trash bag. Like this is how this is as much waste they've produced in the past seven years or something like that. You know, and it's like and the whole place freaks out. So, hmm. in the preview, it looks like Matt Damon and Kristen Wiig are going to go down there. They, you know, miniaturize. How, you know, are you having fun? Blah blah. This they're drinking out of giant vodka bottles. Yeah, isn't Ed Helms in it too? Uh, no, it's uh, it's not Ed Helms. No, it's uh, Jason Sudeikis. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. Is that it is? Yeah. No, okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Sudeikis is in it. So he, because his friend, he did it first, and he's like, you got it. You know, it's amazing. Blah blah. So and they, it's, everybody's laughing, having a good time. Blah blah blah. Fuck that. That is not what that movie is about at all. Like, and we're being lied to. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Comedy. Barely, yeah. barely. Really? A comedy. So it's like when they tried to market skeleton twins as a comedy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, at least there's, there's way more funnier parts. It was in that funny, movie. but it was you know way more dramatic. A comedy about suicide. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so the true story of what this is is so he goes, he he shrinks himself down. Kristen Wiig doesn't go, and so she leaves him, mm. and then he gets divorced, loses half his money. He doesn't get his big mansion. Now he lives in a shitty apartment. His life sucks again, and so. He meets his Vietnamese. Uh, she was a protester in Vietnam. She came and snuck into the city because she got shrunk down, you know, without her consent. And they go on this like humanitarian run, and like he learns to be a good person and stuff like that. And like, but you're sitting there going, "This isn't funny. This is, this is and it's not problems. even like I'm not even learning anything." And did they need to shrink them down to have that story? Right. Yeah, well, and that's what's funny. The shrinking down parts just gets lost. Yeah. It's so like, why did you do that? And what's weird? What's really weird is that the studio is pushing this movie. Like they've. At, did you see it? Did you see it? If you didn't go to the first screen, you need to go to the second one. You didn't can't go to the second one. Okay, here's a screener link. Like you know, I've got a link at home. I can go watch it on my TV. But they asked me when because I Kat and I went to the first one. Cat fucking hated it, and uh, <laughs> and she go and they go, what'd you think? And I go, you really want me to give you my honest answer? I go, that movie has no idea what it wants to be. Is it a comedy? Because I didn't laugh. Is it a drama? Because I didn't cry. I had no feelings about it. I sat there and stared at Matt Damon like- wandering around like a you know a lonesome jackass. With no moral to the story, Fuck. nothing's going on, and I said, "Good luck." <laughs> you, you watched Matt Damon shrunken, walking around a place where he looks totally normal even, size. Even the funny <laughs> fucking jokes where they had the, the giant uh, absolute bottle and yeah. have like the tap to it. It's not in it, not in it at all. And what? Like, yep. And I was just oh. like, "That was my hook when I yeah. saw the thing." I was <laughs> like, "I would like to go to that." The yeah. bottles are there, but there's no tap thing. So anyway, so when so I said I, I sent him that email. It was very direct. I was just like, "I'm not going to bullshit you because you're you, you have a turd on your fucking hands here." And anybody who sees that commercial and goes to that movie is going to walk out fucking mad. And so uh, the reply to them goes, "That's the general consensus." Oh <laughs> shit! And I go, yeah. "It's your marketing. It yeah, your marketing people. You're marketing up. as a as a fucking comedy." Cat and I were like, because. I met her because I was a day. I had three movies, and she actually met me for lunch. And she's like, "Can I go to the next?" I'm like, "Nah, it's it's a you know press only." And actually, they sent an email right there. Oh, if you want to bring a guest, you can. She was freaking out, like loving it. She was, she came in. She was all excited to see it. And when she walked out, she's like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> so, all right, I probably say one star. Damn. Whoa! All right, yeah, downsizing. Yeah, yeah. I got another video game. 
You guys ever hear Tomb Raider? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's about this lady, and she she's got yeah. a couple of Uzis, and she uh-huh. runs around, and she uh, her boobs are triangles. She's an archaeologist. Oh, yeah. okay. Just check it out. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. B. <laughs> oh, well, real fast, Blu-rays. Uh, oh, yes, hurry. I'll do it real fast. Uh, one of my favorite movies of the year, Dunkirk. Ah, is now finally. Out. If you haven't seen that, go I check it not. out. Good. Good uh, video, guys. Victorian Abdul. Uh, it's getting a lot of uh, mm-hmm. got a lot of press about that. Stronger with Jason Hall about the Boston uh, Boston Marathon bombing. And that might be at South Park season eleven. Yep. I think no, I think just putting them all out in Blu-ray. So that's all probably right. it. Thank you, Mister B. Please, hey guys, uh, listen to more ham on KSL. <laughs> KSL. <laughs> and congratulations for staying to the end of the podcast because this is where the celebrities are. Yay! The cast of Father Figures. Yeah. Now uh, I saw the list and I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know I I well. You know, I don't feel bad for doing it. Uh, if I had waited around a little bit, a few more hours, I would have had one more person to the list who had been paired with Terry Bradshaw, hmm? which was J.K. Simmons. Ah. But I chose The Last Jedi. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, you got out of there and went to see that uh, space movie. Yeah, that stupid space movie. Stupid space movie. Which we've talked about. How yeah. many tickets for the space show? <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, well, where do you want to start here with uh, uh, Cat Williams? Yeah, we'll do Cat Williams. I, I love talking to stand-up comedians. He was more docile than I thought he'd be. <laughs> well, I think he was. He, well, let's let's play the interview and we'll 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 go from there. Sure. It's absolute pleasure to meet you. Oh, thank you. So this movie, uh, I'm a sucker for road trip movies, and you join in a part of this road trip. You personally, if you had any great or horrible experiences on road trips, I don't think it's a proper road trip unless <laughs> you've had a great and horrible experience. <laughs> of course, I think that's how road trips go. That's why they're so much fun. Is the way there is not going to be. The way back. Sure. Yeah. So if you didn't have a good time on the way there, there's a chance you might have fun on the way back. Yeah. But if you had a great time on the way there, look out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of my all-time passions are, are stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. I have absolute respect for them. Who uh, kind of influenced your comedy growing up and, and crafted your skills? Uh, well, I was... By the time I, I realized that being a stand-up comedian was an actual job, <laughs> and I focused my attention on that, which wasn't until um, I was in my 20s, um, I just wanted to know who the smartest guys were. Sure. So um, that leads you through Pryor and Carlin and Hedberg and, you know, uh, Larry the Cable Guy and all of the uh, insightful, innovative Mark Twain's of our day and age. <laughs> like, how did that? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but I, I just studied comedy because I just understood what an overwhelming art form that it was. Yeah. And so there wasn't any comedians I didn't want to watch. Yeah. I, I learned something from the suckiest comics because <laughs> these guys are out there doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know? So, uh, <laughs> Uh, that that was the benefit, and I think that's what helped me comedically. Is that for the time that I was researching comedy, sure. I just wanted to see who the best were. Um, and as a stand-up comedian, I've always wondered this: Do you prefer like a smaller venue, like a club, like that, or do you pr- love these giant stadiums? Like, is there pros and cons to either one? Or well, I I'm I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I'm. I think I'm the only comic that doesn't go to small clubs and work out for arena shows. Yeah. So I'm like the only comic that doesn't know. Yeah. Like it's it's always uh, stadiums. I mean, not stadiums. That's Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> it's always arenas or theaters uh, for us. But 
you know, we're doing 600,000 tickets a year, so you're trying to get as many people so that you can have this conversation. Yeah. You know, this is this is uh, like our 14th 100 city tour. So yeah. we, we, we're we deep in a conversation, <laughs> my fans and I. So um, it's just always better to get them together in the largest groups possible yeah. so we can have those discussions. But I, I love all all sizes of fan base. Yeah. I, I started with three people in the audience. Awesome. And the job is make them laugh. There you go. Yeah. Absolute pleasure meeting you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Now, see, I think he was just being you know thoughtful i think he yeah. was he he wasn't you know he wasn't on it also was 10 a.m well and then there's that <laughs> he wasn't on and he wanted to give you some thoughtful answers yeah and i thought he was fucking with you with the larry the cable guy <laughs> answer well <laughs> council here with us too and, yeah. uh, and uh, i i agree with council so, hate larry the cable all you want Dude's still cashing a check. And, and I think that's what he meant by smart comedians, <laughs> yeah, was not yeah, necessarily so. his material, but his no. business model. His understanding of the business. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. His business model. Yeah. He's got a Pixar check coming to yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he's got checks from all over coming to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, So All right. Where do you want to go next? Uh, we will jump into uh, the good old boy. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, four-time Super Bowl. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super I mean, Bowl? I knew he was a football player, but I didn't know he was uh, he, that damn good. <laughs> wasn't he in some of those Burt Reynolds movies, too? Yeah, I think he was in Cannonball Run. If Shannon was here, he'd be able to tell us. Go it, back and look at pictures of him when he was playing for the Steelers. Yeah. He's got missing teeth. Oh, I yeah. Mean, just oh, really? Oh, he was. He played rough. <laughs> he did. He was a rough motherfucker. He was. He, there's no doubt about it. He beat people up. Also a hick, though. And, and a hick. <laughs> well, I think everybody used to be the shit out of these, you know, in the NFL back in the 70s. It's, it's true. It's a little bit different of a game now. It's true. So, <laughs> now they have pink shoes. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Only in February, man. So here you go, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so the movie was all about fathers, and I actually did some, some research on you, and your father was in the Navy, yeah. and he was also a VP of his company. What was the best fatherly advice that your father gave to you? Best advice was before I went into the NFL, my father pulled me aside and said, don't forget who you are. You're Bradshaw, <laughs> and res- and don't disrespect the Bradshaw name. Sure, and and didn't quite understand. They'd never shared that with me before. But my father obviously was a wise enough man to know that temptations and sure. things can happen to a young man who's never had any money and been away from home in the big city mm-hmm. that, that I could experience. Since that was good advice, I never forgot it. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good advice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, for you, what's the characteristic that you share with your father that people might not know? I think, I think uh, I'm a good man. I'm a kind person. I'm a giving person, and my dad was all of that. Yeah. My dad's a lot smarter than me. Um, very smart. Uh, I got my uh, love for the outdoors from my father, fishing especially. Mm-hmm. He was a hunter. I wasn't a hunter, <laughs> but he loved to fish, and I loved to fish. Um, and I didn't know this about my dad, but as my dad got older, uh, he got funnier. <laughs> and so I saw the sense of humor that my father had, but I never saw it earlier. And I thought about it, and I think it's because he had such a responsibility to provide for three kids yeah. and trying to make it and uh, putting himself through college and going to night school and, and being a welder um, and worked his way up, left home when he was 12 years old, yeah. uh, came from an alcoholic family. My dad had a lot of, a lot of unhappiness. And then he he did not want to be he didn't want to fall into that trap yeah. and so he he built himself up and never and never was by the way a drinking man at all. There you go. 
I would assume with your days in the NFL, uh, this movie's all about road trips. I think you probably had a lot of road trips yourself. Yeah. Can you describe either your favorite road trip or one that was just an absolute disaster? Yeah, well, disaster? just tell it. I'm not a road trip. You know, I'm 69 now, so I don't do road trips. Sure. I can't sit in a truck very long. I go to the bathroom a lot. Uh, I get sleepy, so I can't drive. My wife would have to drive. I don't like being on the road. I like to fly. I want to get there fast where sure. I'm going. I don't want to waste any time. So I'm not a road trip guy. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Movie or no movie, I'm not a road trip guy. That's just the movie. Yeah. The movie comes out around the holidays. Uh, what is either the best or worst present you've ever received? Present? Yeah. I got a pair of ice skates when I lived in Louisiana. <laughs> Show me where I'm going to use them. <laughs> I never could figure that out. I got ice skates in Shreveport, Louisiana, under the tree. Yeah. I, I, I didn't understand that. Those swamps don't freeze well, over? Well, I knew I wanted a pair. <laughs> I don't even know why I wanted them, but I got ice skates yeah. in the sun. In, in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, bizarre for sure. Yeah, there's a... There's a <laughs> and he, hey, by the way, an easy answer. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a section of this movie where they actually uh, choose their code names. They're acting like they're spies, and they said, my code name is this. If you could choose your own code name, what would it be? I'm Coop. <laughs> it's easy Coop. enough. Oh, it's all, yeah, I'm giving it away right now. <laughs> to uh, You got a lot of viewers out there? All the time. Okay, Coop. Coop, wherever the cameras are. They're going to catch you now. Yeah, Coop. Everybody wants to find me in a hotel room, just ask for Coop. Coop. Now i got to change it after you leave here. I've ruined you know it. That. I ruined it. I'll go to Clark. <laughs> I go by, I always use a famous actor's name, and oh, the yeah. one I've really got a kick out of is Gary Cooper, so I'll use Coop. Perfect. Coop. Absolutely I'll change it. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. All right. Yeah. He's still the, the, the twang squeaks out every now and then. I like it. The accent occasionally leaks out every now and then. Takes me home. He's a charming redneck. (laughs) Charming redneck. But a redneck, nonetheless. Absolutely. Never forget. Let's uh, let's go. On. Oh, so now this is cool. You got Ed Helms and Owen Wilson. Yeah, second time with Owen this year. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. Cars, that's right. Cars three. Cars three. I oh, love. I, I was actually that. curious when I was walking to the room. I was like, he's going to be different because this is an R-rated comedy that's you know, mm-hmm. super vulgar, whatever. Where he's walking into a Pixar movie, he's you could tell he's what you know, Being calm, very careful. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Where you can't screw with Disney's, but yeah, this one he he, he kind of let it out a little bit, but uh, he tells I think one of the funniest stories. In this interview, <laughs> it just makes me laugh my ass because you take a celebrity like Luke Wilson's brother <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and and make fun of him. Well, humanize him. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's <laughs> listen. Yeah. Here we go. A pleasure meeting both of you. Um, this movie deals obviously with fathers, given the title. And I did some research. Your father was in the Navy and, an, uh, and a lawyer, and yours was an ad executive. What was the best fatherly advice that they gave both of you? I didn't. First of all, I didn't know that your dad was in the Navy. Uh, well, he went to he went to Vanderbilt like R- ROTC. Oh, he did. And so then he served as an officer for the first three years after that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like village people, like, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, he was, but he didn't serve overseas. He, he served on an aircraft carrier for for a couple of years, and then became a lawyer. Mm-hmm. What do they call the agent? Or like a, there was a TV show with a Navy lawyer. Oh, oh, Jag. Jag. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what your dad was. No, he wasn't a lawyer. He was a communications okay, oh, officer. Come on, I'll give you the whole bio. Uh, he Chapter then, he one. then went to law school yeah. after the Navy. Okay. But uh, fatherly advice for my dad was uh, join the Navy and become a lawyer. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which he, you didn't do. No, but you know what? He really did want me to be a lawyer. Yeah. I think he he was so proud to have become 
a lawyer because uh, he grew up in in, a, in Alabama and with not a lot of means and really made a life for himself and um, and I was like, come on, Dad, I'm spoiled. I want to be in show business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For you? me, it wasn't so much advice. Uh, it was just the example. Yeah. Uh, and so now having. Two uh, little boys, I just uh, think about, you know, my dad was just absolutely committed to uh, me and my brothers yeah. and uh, the sense of fun that we had uh, in our family. Um, I try to, uh, you know, do that with my kids. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out around the holidays, this film. Uh, what is the worst Christmas present you've ever received? The worst Christmas <laughs> well, present? I've given some. <laughs> Some, what have you given people? Doozies. <laughs> Gosh. Um, I, I woke up one Christmas morning with uh, stomach flu. Oh. Merry so that was, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if Santa brought that or or what, but that was a rough one. The best one I ever got was a go-kart. Ooh. And, yeah, that's um, awesome. Then the worst... Um, there was one Christmas where Luke was always like, you know, for some reason he always liked to be cozy. And uh, so he got hit with like a barrage of like pajamas and robes. <laughs> and like my parents had like a policy, like when you open the present, you had to sit and then, you know, thank the person before we moved on. And by the fourth robe, he got he had, like tears <laughs> in his eyes. He was like, thank you for the robe. Like, <laughs> Like literally, with tears. <laughs> he's literally kind of shamed. How old was he? He's like nine. So that's not. You're you're hoping for like a mini bike or a go kart, and you just that got your so fourth funny. set of pajamas. Well, I think I know what you're gonna give for this Christmas. So <laughs> give some more robes. Oh my god, I love that. Pleasure meeting you guys. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> if so anybody else go. got that story out of him, I would be shocked. No, I mean, that's, there's no way. That's only Jimmy can get bet, that kind of story. And I bet Luke's pissed. <laughs> just be sure to give Luke a nice soft robe just being, just, for just, Christmas now. Just crying through all of these thank yous because it's a family tradition to be thanks, thankful. Thanks for the robes. <laughs> thanks for the towels. Oh, man. I thought at first when the interview started, I thought Owen was going to be evasive. I didn't yeah. think he was going to give you anything. Yeah. I thought he was going to sit back and let Ed do the heavy lifting. Sure. Almost help you interview but, uh, yeah. my my, uh, my Warner Brothers rep actually watched the footage and she goes you're the only one that made Ed Helms laugh like, oh really like in all of his interviews like he's like I mean he's a comedian obviously but oh, like, yeah. to make him laugh she's like I never saw no he, he, he doesn't break oh he broke yeah like, I mean it wasn't really me that was doing it, it was, oh, it was story. story about Luke I'm gonna buy my I'm gonna buy my brother six robes this Christmas <laughs> <laughs> um, when I say he doesn't break I mean I've heard Ed Helms interviewed many times yeah and he just does not break oh he, you know and I'd say I, it was Owen that snapped him it's, but... his, it's his improv background he'll go along with you sure you know <laughs> so there all you right go. there's father figures there you go Thank you for it's gonna, staying. It's going to take on The Last Jedi. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it'll do fine. A lot of father figures in that yeah, movie, too. Yeah, it'll do fine. All right. Uh, let's, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.